Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store. This is the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Enjoy. That's Chloe Hilliard that you hear on the xylophone. She's trying to give the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast a different intro, guys. <laughs> We're back. We're back in the comedy store for the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast. Yeah, in the basement. In the basement, and Chloe Hilliard has given everyone a warning oh. that it will not be a two-hour and 45-minute podcast this Under week. no circumstances, or not on my watch, <laughs> in the words of Elania, not on my watch. Listen, if you enjoy the two-hour and 45 podcast, don't let me be the Debbie Downer. I'm just saying, me, myself, as a co-host this week, I cannot sit in this chair for two hours, because it gets hotter than Satan's asshole in this room. I'm glad it's warm, because it's cold out. It's like it's a little Del, Del, you act like you didn't live in New York for 10 Plus years. This is I not cold. It's in 60. York. It is I 72 mean, degrees like outside. Where I need a coat, but it is like a little chilly because I got on a sleeveless vest. But it's let's be and honest. A it, what, what's the temperature? It's at least 75. No, it degrees. is not 75. Let me check the temperature Please on my do, phone because I, I put my Chloe phone in play mode because I'm saving my battery. Doing what we call in DC, yeasting shit out. <laughs> That's exaggerating the the uh, the warmth outside. It's not that seventy it's 70. degrees. It's 70. seventy degrees. You were two degrees off. I actually okay, I that started two degrees lower. Make a difference. I thought I said sixty five, then I went up to seventy two, and then we, I'm in the middle. So my middle FICO score on this weather assessment is seventy. Please don't mention FICO score. You know that's what they do, right? Or the depression is gonna start. You know that that's, that's what they do. They look at all three and they pick the middle one, and that's yep. just credit score. So you be like, oh, I got a 625 and a, eight, a 800 and a 17, yep. for like 714. You be like, I'm killing it. You be like, yep. mm, we going with that 714. Yep, that's it. No, or, you know, 625 if you're applying for some shit. <laughs> then they pick the lowest one. Oh, yo, I didn't realize that um, employers are starting to look at your credit score for, like, job applications. Good thing I ain't never have to get one of them jobs again. Me, me either. Good thing I don't, you know, I'm just trying not to have the job I have now. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, I missed you last week. I was I really looking forward for you being here. I know. I was in St. Lucia. I was in St. Lucia for my god brother's wedding. It was a de- my first destination wedding. That's Ever. awesome. It was fun. I had a lot of fun. The people were great. The Did people... you meet somebody there? No, I didn't. You know what? I'm very funny style, right? So I have a friend who's very liberal with her sexual um, thoughts. She's a whore. Yeah, but she's like she's like a, a like female empowerment. Like that's a new G. Like she's into female empowerment. Anyway, so she was telling me that I should have like you know pushed my pussy on some of the guys that work there, and I'm like that on uh, that work there yeah, like that because I feel like then they know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to be the chick that checks out. And they were like, yo, so-and-so was giving her extra towel. You know, like, so. Now, this is boss pussy. We can't be fucking to help now. Come I on know, now. but there was some, there was this one guy who was fine as shit. Yeah, uh-huh. he was in charge of, like, the shuttles and the resort, but. He was a shuttle boss. He was a shuttle boss. You could have gave him some comedy boss pussy. <laughs> I feel like how Stella got her groove back. I'm pretty sure there are. You know what it is also? But you know, on some real shit, the guys that worked at the resorts, you know, everybody's black because the Caribbean island. They are not looking for black women. They're looking for the white women who who will become their sugar mamas. Who's and I was 
was going to save them. I was talking to one guy. He was like, I'm 21, and he worked on one of the boats that took us out on a cruise, and he was like, every time we have white people on a boat, I always meet a white woman, and we exchange information, and they be sending me money every month. And me and my friend was like, and that's damn right. They supposed to be spending, sending you money every month. Oh, Use that's... them. Why? Listen. Get, let's get into your madness. No, no, How no, about no, no, you no. send a bitch some money he, every month? He is he is single-handedly trying to shift the paradigm of the racial injustice that's happening in this country. So if white women <laughs> want to send him $200, send his black ass $200. That's right. We're correcting racism in St. Lucia $200 at a time. <laughs> Shit. They don't have racism in St. Lucia, but he's he's benefited from our fuckery of here. So we all a part of the diaspora. Get your motherfucking coin, boy. <laughs> Chloe just got so ghetto on that last statement there. I mean, it was like motherfucking coin, boy. I know. Um, first of all, I gotta, I gotta interview Chloe before we even get started because I just watched your last video. Oh, please tell people about okay. vagina guitars. So, first of all, because I need my vagina played soon. All I know is since I've been since I've been visiting from New York. <sighs> that's what people say that want to get more stage time. <laughs> that they're, <laughs> they're visiting. They'll be here for six years. Like I've been visiting since from. I've been visiting from New York <laughs> um, for the past two and a half months. Even though she purchased a vehicle here <laughs> as a visitor. I um I just noticed there's so many crazy like things out on the street. Like people and people don't even like. I mean New York is crazy too, but like. L.A. is, New York is crazy, like, dangerous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see some shit, and you be like, let me step across the curb. But out here, you like, let me walk up to this crazy shit and take a picture. And so I just got finished going for a hike in Runyon Canyon, and I come out, and there's this big minivan on these, like, big wheels. And on the side of the minivan, it says vagina guitar. Max, have you seen this, vagina guitars? No, I'm not. No, not at all. <laughs> well, it's a black van, and on the side of it, in huge white cursive letters, says vaginaguitars.com. And I am not going to that website, but I did make a little fake video commercial um, about and it. And I believe you, you goddamn liar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just put Chloe in the highest regard. I don't in know my why you Chloe so has a hootsie tootsie look. I don't know why. And I'm always fooled. And I'm like, what is this bitch doing so now? In the, so if you go to my Instagram, you'll see the video and basically I made it seem like I started a new business as a feminist and a music lover called Vagina Guitars and Del fucking fell for it. for it. Yeah. I'm like, I'm open. I can't wait to open the conversation with it. I'm like, what is Chloe <laughs> doing now? She just got here and got some shit going on. <laughs> Shit. No, I just I was I was taking a hike with Zaynab Johnson and I said, "Ooh, girl, hold my phone and we make a little video." And people love it, and that's the thing that's so crazy. And what did Zaynab say? Because she just cackled. She just laughed at me. She's like, "You nuts." The thing about it is, is especially as a comedian, and you know, you could we could talk about this a little bit. Is that we always kind of feel the pressure to try to do something so social media savvy, yes. and it's something that I just like said, hey, hold my camera up and let me, and I literally just did this little spin and twirl and said some shit into the camera and people really been responding to it. Don't I, don't go to my shit and act like it got thousands of views. It doesn't. I'm just saying that people, like, when people comment on it, you know that people are, like, responding yeah, to it. Yeah. But it's interesting because when you are in this business, especially with social media, everybody feels the need like, okay, I gotta curate content. I gotta schedule. Yes! I gotta do eight videos a week and then two lives. And, and 
and like even the first and don't forget did, rent because if you're doing eight videos a week you can't do rent yeah i know right and the thing about it is like the first time we did this podcast like we had so many great guests that came in and i noticed that a lot of them just like would put their phone on and they just have like their live stream going and i'm i don't even think of that you know what i'm saying so that's something i don't even think about because i'm like who wants to look up my nose while i'm talking to people in the room that they can't see but all of that is a part of branding yourself and and like getting yourself out there and you know we see people now who got the big social media following and they now they're doing comedy and like more power to them you know people will go to their shows and see if they're funny or not that's on you to spend your 20 dollars on your two drinks but it's a part of a business and you know sometimes it's the things that you don't even think about that resonate with people versus yeah. the things that you sit and fucking try to plot and plan try to and plot and get plan. a cinematographer for nobody gives a fuck about this nobody shit. cares about speaking of people we have we have our first guest we have our first guest yeah. yeah. oh yeah up, yeah Ron, we don't Jews, stop we Jews sports history that's all Ron I heard Ron G is in the building guys oh, we got Ron G Ron G no I said Ron G I just said Ron G we have G. to give it do, do, okay, so break it down because you actually hosted here here I hosted here. This is how I learned ship. how to become a host. This room, and you left the show. I feel like this is probably the most honest room in LA. Yeah. yeah yes, this it is, is a very honest room. Like yes, it, it gives you back whatever you get. I seen a lot of people not do well here, but I feel like people come here. It's late. You know, you probably go up at two in the morning, but the people that want to be here, they really want to be here, and they show you love. What yeah. years did you host here? I can't even remember. But all I know is I hosted here about three years. Mm -hmm. But I learned a lot about hosting and just having fun. You know, some hosting, they should just go up and tell jokes. It ain't like that. You got to learn how to, uh, you know, uh, set the mood. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you well, set the mood yeah also, because uh, the sign of a, a good host is knowing that it's not about you. Yeah. Nah, it's you set the really... mood to make sure everybody have a good time. But I, yes. It was like myself and then Esau. I think Esau was yeah. the host of the late night show. But again, like, this is where I, I, I got my chops, man. And I'm, I'm grateful to Nichelle, Uncle Levi, for having a platform and environment for us to go up. And, you know, because a lot of, I feel like this room was where all the new guys came. And, you know, the other show is really hard. It's like a nine-month waiting list. But Nichelle has a really good eye for comedy. And she gave a lot of people chances that probably didn't deserve chances. But she still gave them. <laughs> Shade. Everyone deserves chances. <laughs> right. No, no, no. Damn no, you, Ron. Ronji, I thought Not you was an odd-faring man. That was some no, shady-ass shit you no, just No, no. I mean, kidding. but some people don't do the work and want to see, they see the They see the stage and, like, I want some of that. But they don't do the work. Mm -hmm. Like, most Ooh. people, like, even with, on Sundays, I'm like, yo, like, don't touch the stage unless you do the work. They see me, and, you know, because if you're a really good comic, you make it look easy. Very, like, Denzel yeah. make acting look easy. Yeah. But acting is a lot of work. People like, oh, I'm an actor. Like, you got an agent? No. You got headshots? No. But I can do that. Like, no, you can't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, but I feel like this is a very honest room, and uh, I've always, this is, like, one of my favorite rooms here. So, give us the your favorite memory and your most and embarrassing. Your yeah. My worst favorite memory from here? Oh, man. Um... What I remember most about, <laughs> I know I like the candy. She always, if you get here early, you get the really good candy. But if you get here late, you get the um, the candy that nobody like the um, candy corn. <laughs> the sweet tarts. Yeah, the sweet, sweet tarts, tarts and candy corn. You're like, I don't want this. Right? I got I some candy. The awful candy. candy. Is that what it is? Yeah, no, that's not that. It's, this is this is chocolate. Uh, Lily bought us uh, from her Hootsie Tootsie stash. Okay, hilarious. These are all designer candies. Yeah, okay, guys. I only like chocolate. I only like. I don't like. I don't like fruit shit. I only like chocolate. You know what's funny? I, I'm going to tell you what my best memory is here. I remember when David Chappelle took his uh, hiatus to Africa, mm -hmm. and he was gone for a while. And then he came back, and he performed in the uh, main room, or the big room, whatever. And I remember it was a little hole 
in the green room, in the belly room. And it was like nine comedians looking through the hole like some kids, man, looking out of a window, <laughs> waiting on Santa Claus. And it was the most amazing moment. I remember, it was so amazing to watch David Chappelle come back. And it was like you watching it on a movie. I was like, you snuck in your parents' room and watched the porn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it was like, it was a moment in history where, I don't know, I just remember all my comedian buddies, we all looking through this hole watching David Chappelle because there was no room to get in. Mm-hmm. And that was amazing. And then one time, um, I remember Eddie Murphy came. Mm. And I was hosting. And... I was waiting to go up, and he sat right next to me. And I was so shell-shocked. I've never been... There's nobody. And how ready. was he? He was just real cool, but he looked like he didn't want to be messed with. And everybody would walk up to him yeah. and say, Yo hey, man, man you're the greatest. Yeah, yeah. You're the best. And I'm sitting here like, what do you tell a man who's heard everything in his entire life? And I I was, I never said anything. I guess I should have said something, but I didn't. But it was He the came most, to watch the show? He just sat in, had sat in the room. He had shades on and had all black on. He had a track jacket zipped up. And he sat right next to me. And I was, like, too nervous to even look at him because he was so close. I was like, this would be creepy if I just look him in the eyes while he was yeah. close. I can smell his exhale. But, um... <laughs> That was another, like, defining moment for me uh, where to sit next to somebody you saw your entire childhood mm-hmm. and he's sitting right here and you're like, what do you say to the man that's heard everything? You know what I'm saying? But that's another dope moment as well, man. And I feel like Nichelle and Uncle Levi and uh, Sean, they create an environment that's really, like, it's, it's, it feel like just good people. It just feel like, you know, hanging around with yeah. your cousins yeah. and we about to perform so while loving. we're here. Yeah, so absolutely. loving. And so, always been like that. So, like, embracing. You know, yeah. first of all, when you come to the door and Uncle Levi's like, Ooh, girl, you about to get on stage, Don't girl. you get the best compliments? He make you feel like a, a, at least $47. He, he make you feel like he actually really knows who you are. Like, yes. like yeah. I'm like, I've only been here a couple times, but every time people like, oh, how you doing? Like, how's your yes. mama? Yeah. I'm like, damn. Like, cool <laughs> usher at church. Hey, how you doing, baby? Look at you. So tell us a little bit about you since you've been here. You've uh, been acting and I've had a great journey in L.A., man. I'm talking like I'm retired already, but I've had a really great journey. Like this year is probably the best year I've ever had um, career wise. I was a, I got a reoccurring on Insecure. Uh, I just booked this show on Hulu called um should I uh, book the Disney movie for the network? Um, tomorrow, I actually got a screen test to be a series regular on a TV show. And wow. um, I won an Emmy. I won an Emmy. I was a writer-producer for a show on uh, CNN called United Shades of America. Nice. And we won oh, an Emmy, wow. man. So I've had a really, really great year. And That's awesome. It, it's just this journey, man. It's just a marathon. You know, I, like I went to the Def Jam taping yesterday. And how, was, how was it? It was so taping? good. I feel like everybody was on the show that should have been on there. It was yeah. really cool. But then when you walk outside, you see a lot of comedians like, man, I should have got on. It was bitter. And, you know, we all have our moments. Like, for me, that was my third time getting passed over. And I'm completely comfortable with it now. First time I was pissed off. Second time I was like, "Come on, man!" This time I'm like, "God, it ain't. It's, it's okay. It's fine." Oh yeah. Because, because when my time comes, mm-hmm. can't nobody stop what I'm but doing. But you just you have to so learn many that. amazing things. So many things. So like this, like that's just a drop right. In that's the what bucket. I'm saying. Like if I had nothing else going on, I'd probably be on suicide watch, and this would be a Aww, different conversation. Don't do that. But because. My my career, my, my year's been so amazing. I just believe God has something even bigger for me. So yeah. if I got a one-hour special as opposed to that, I'll be, like, very grateful. But it takes a while to get to that place. I feel like God checked me this year, and he's like, look, uh, you're going to have a great year, but you better celebrate everybody else that, that gets on before you. Yes. Because you have a moment as, as out here in L.A. I don't know if you've been through it yet, but how long you been out here? Oh, I'm visiting from New York. Okay. All right. Guys, when you get out here, you come visiting. out here, you blow up, you get real hot real fast, and then you get quiet, and then... You know, we have the social media generation of yeah, comedic we actors, mm-hmm. and then you have people who've been doing less than you. They're just trying to show it up, and they get on. You like, man, what's up, God? What's up? But you know, and you what? have to reconcile yeah. that bitterness or whatever you feel. You have to reconcile that. So 
for me, I, I've been out here for long enough. I'm like, I've seen it happen in so many different ways. I've seen people who wind up being hot, then they disappear, and people you thought would should blow up, and they fall off, or chicks, drugs, whatever, and then I just feel like I'm I'm in a very grateful space. This is what all I do for a living. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, 13 years. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. I, I, 13 years. And the reason why I ask it is because people listen. You know, a lot of comics, you know, will listen and be like, oh, I want to be on the show. I want to do this. And you've been doing it 13 years, and you're saying yeah. that this is the best And it's happening now. Had. It's happening. Yeah. People say it takes 10 years. Like, it's happening mm-hmm. now. Whatever's yeah. supposed to happen, like, I can feel it happening. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. this is all I do for a living. I write, produce, do mm-hmm. voiceovers. Full-time you know, funny. I do warm-up for TV shows. I do a bunch yeah. of cool stuff. And yeah. I feel like all the work I've put and, it's, and this is the thing, too, I'm learning, too. I believe, and I always speak about my faith, where I believe you go through so many things in your life and your career, but you don't know until God places you in another environment that will remind you of why you went through it. Example, um, when I did the CNN show, the same production company hired me to write on another show. And basically, the show was about, it was a reality show about a black family, and I was, like, supposed to make it funny, right? But then they hired some white folks who don't really understand our voice mm-hmm. to, like, uh, basically direct and like run the, sh- the storyline but yeah. the storyline they don't get our nuances so because me growing up I was like the only black person in most of my classes I went to college I used to major in accounting and I was the only black person in all my classes and then when I graduated I had an accounting job I'm the only black person so yeah. I know how to sp- I know how to code and Be do in language, you know what I'm and so thrive. when I went on set the guy would be talking to the kids, and the kids would say something like, oh, what's up, cuz? And he's like, he would stop the scene and be like, that's not your cousin. Why would you say that? Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? But that's how we talk. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But because he didn't understand cultural nuances, I, they hired me to come in and make it funny and explain. I'm like, yo, don't do not do that. Because mm-hmm. he wanted the kid to come in and say something, and it was such a great moment. Oh, the phone went off, and it was like a, the kid's phone went off, and it was like an old school, like, I never want to dance again. I forgot to... Yeah. 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 Michael. Feel right. Yeah. And the song came on, and the guy stopped, and he was like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, that was such a great moment to see a, a black kid that's like 10 years old listen to a song from like the I 80s, whatever, yes. and then he didn't understand. And I'm like, no, don't do that. And so for me to have that moment was a reminder, like, okay, God, that's why you had me go through all those awkward moments and, and write for another show. Now I know how to tell story and punch up things and, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like, and help navigate and to be a voice to uh, help the director tell the story and translate that to the pe- to mm-hmm. the uh, family too so mm-hmm. uh, I'm just learning man all this stuff is a journey and you sow in seed we all sow in seeds and you never never know how and when and there's no time step on success you know yeah, hallelujah and tell people where they can find you at because oh, you Ron has we've been had to wrap it up it's Ron all good. has actually taken up the somebody next need, person's time somebody need that nugget alright cool uh, <laughs> please follow me comedian Ronji comedian R-O-N-G and uh, yeah follow me on everything Yes, and thank you, can you see so much. The other club on we can Sundays. say, oh, Chocolate Sundays, uh, every Sunday night, 7 o'clock <laughs> at 9 o'clock at the world-famous Laugh Factory. All right, cool. Y'all are awesome, man. Thank you, Ron. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We got more, more, and more for you. Um, that was a great nugget because, you know, um, we do go through that as artists. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We Everybody has these different time frames where you see like the Michael Chase doing it four years happen to mm-hmm. uh, present a package to somebody and then gets on SNL yeah. and then you see people that's been working their buns off and just make Leslie Jones Leslie Jones she's uh, 50. 50 50 and you know what I'm so when I tell you 
she is one of the people that inspires me the most. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say the most, but I'm talking about when I when I mention uh, inspiration. Yeah. I think of Leslie Jones because a 50 year old black woman mm-hmm. who made it to the top comedy show. You know, like SNL. You know what I'm saying? Which means that somebody somebody's just looking at you. Somebody saw you the whole yeah. time. Also, and yeah, some pe- people see you. They see the work that you put in, and sometimes you get to the point where you've done all the work that you can personally do, and somebody literally just has to extend their hand and pull you up. Yeah. In the case of Leslie Jones, that was Chris Rock. Chris Rock li- went to Lorne Michaels, the creator and EP of SNL, was like, you need to give her a shot. Give her an audition. Yeah. And when they did an audition, you know, Leslie Jones is a tried-true stand-up comedian. She doesn't do characters. And when she went and did her audition, she did stand-up. Yeah. And, I, you know, I know people that worked with and Che and everything, and they were like, yo, she had the entire place cracking up just doing her stand-up. Wow. Whereas everybody else just had the characters and other yeah. people did well, but yeah. she she stuck to who she was. Yes. She got on that stage, she auditioned, and she did her material, and she got a job, and now everybody knows who Leslie Jones is. Yes, and I just love that story even more now that you said that she did stand-up because yeah. sometimes that's your forte. That is. And people want to be like, well, if you can't get in this other forte, then you just mm-hmm. don't have a shot. But sometimes your forte is enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's enough. And you you don't have to meld and bend and, you know, all those other things are added, you know, are additives and they're great, but, you know, just that one thing that the Lord give you is good enough, yeah. you know? So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I coming in. Who's coming in? Oh, hello. Hey, we got Jay. Just Bell. saw you last night at the Dem Jam Ting Bing. I like your t-shirt, oh sir. Oh, my God. He's Did wearing you just... the, the Colin Kaepernick Afro fist kneeling. Kneeling with Colin We're Kaepernick. You can sit right, right there, there. Right there. That's right there. all you, boo. I know one thing. Did you just bust the old man two-step as you came in? Mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying not to be the old man, but guess what? One day, you got to be the old man. You, you got to be the old man. If you're going to live a good life, you got to be the old man. You got to push the mic up to you. Yeah. You got to get up close. You got to get up on it. You got the lollipop popping because you'd have been to the candy jar upstairs. I have been to the candy jar. And thank you for letting me know how to use a microphone for the first time in 25 years. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Max, shot fired. Max was like, you got to make sure people get on that mic. Yep. We want to make sure that your vocals are pristine, sir. Pristine. Mm-hmm. There you go. What's Jay, up? Um, guys, Jay Phillips mm-hmm. has his own show yeah. um, on Bounce. Bounce TV. Bounce TV. Please tell everybody about it. Uh, Bounce TV, uh, shout out to them. We got a show called Grown Folks. Comes on 930 on Bounce TV. Starring G-Thing, right? Yeah, G-Thing's on the show. It's an ensemble cast with my man G-Thing. Uh, Karen Ward plays my wife. Tracy Jones plays his wife. And we like the honeymoon. is oh. set in, in Oakland in 2017. Dope. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's that. You know what I mean? So it's relationships. Just, you know, a small small cast, relationship, family stuff. Just the stuff grown folks go through. Done done by Bentley Kyle Evans, who is uh, the Writer executive producer. We wrote for Martin, the executive produced Jamie Foxx show. So it's like we got a lot of lineage that's, you know, in the back, you know, helping us out. So, you know, we, we're doing we're doing a good we're we having fun. That's now I got to like. Yeah. Um, first of all, I have if anybody that works for um, Spectrum, mm-hmm. Time Warner um, or what's the other big 
uh, cable company. Like Comcast? Yes. Mm. I'm an, I don't know. I think Bounce is on Comcast, right? It's on uh, Time Warner. It is on Time it's Warner? It's on Spectrum. Okay. Um, it's on free. I, I went to Best Buy and went and bought one of them $30 antennas and picked up about 60 more channels, and that's the only black channel. So yes. I'm quite sure that if uh, if you got the free stuff, you get you get Bounce in full HD at the crib for, okay. for $30 but nothing. forever. I'm going to check it out on my Fire Stick. Mm-hmm. On your Fire Stick. It's on, it's on the Fire Stick. It's on the Brown Sugar app, which is where a lot of people are watching it. Brown Sugar app? Yeah, Tell us bro- more. Brown Sugar app. I'm not a thousand percent up on it like that, but uh, if if you go check it out, it's this Brown Sugar app. It's a brown, and uh, what they do is they show old programming, and our show is, is available on that app 24 hours after it airs. Wow. I love the Brown Sugar app, and yeah. I got to download that because I was just saying how, you know, um, you want to watch a hundred programs that your friends are on, but you really don't have time to sit in front of the TV. Mm -hmm. And I'm not the type of person where I want to, like, increase my cable bill to getting DVR so I can catch things. You know what I'm saying? So it's like sometimes I'll see, like, with Insecure, I'll see Issa Rae, they'll advertise her being like, go to HBO, go now, and you can get the episode, then I'll get the episode. So Mm -hmm. when you have stuff like the Brown Sugar app Mm -hmm. where you could just see see one or two episodes on your phone, because, I mean, I'm not a whole season kind of girl. I don't just sit and be like, I'm gonna dedicate these next 13 oh, yeah, hours to, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I think I'm, I haven't picked up on the binging either. You know, I tried to binge watch uh, Breaking Bad, but it was more for homework, so it, I kept starting and stopping and doing some <laughs> other stuff. So it's just like, but yeah, Breaking Bad was the only one that I was able to. I got through like two and a half seasons of that joint in about two days. Like I was, I was, I was all in. It's yeah. work. It's yeah. work. It like, that's why I've never watched Game of Thrones because. It's me either. Way too many seasons in for me to try and catch up me on. Me too. I, I can't. And, and that's the thing, too, is I need my shit. I need to be able to, like, see my shit that episode yeah. and then be able to, like, that yeah. episode recaps everything's going to be able to figure it out from there. Out. Yeah. Like, I tried to watch Game of Thrones, too. I, I, I gave it a shot. And I was like, oh, it's a cool little war scene. And these dudes was fighting. And then then the, then the goddamn dragon popped up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's like, these dudes got control of a dragon? Yeah. Yes. And I, people go in. They be really amped about this dragon. Dragon shit, and I'm like, nigga, this is Dungeons and Dragons. Y'all are acting like this right. is the next coming to Jesus. Yeah, no. Nah. I've never watched it. I've not. Dragon. Yeah, this, I don't. As soon yeah. as I turn on the show, and it's like, my lord, I'm, I'm immediately turned <laughs> off. Like, I'm like, I, I got need some to cool read. naked chicks on there from time to time. Oh, okay, now. well, oh, I really won't be watching now. <laughs> if you want to see nudity, just watch Power. They be having dicks out and everything. Uh, what? That's why I, no, I'm now I'm about to watch Power. Part. Yeah, they have dicks out. Hey, don't, I don't include me into that part. I was talking about good old-fashioned <laughs> the JJ was spotting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna go jump straight to the penis. Straight to the penis. Listen, there's nothing wrong with it. I feel like in this day and age with all the raping and shit and the assault Damn, against women that's go going on. I just feel like you're already <laughs> looks like about rape. You be talking about rape earlier today before you got here. Um, I just feel like women should be empowered to ask about that dick. I'm just saying. <laughs> that's, so that part of the empowerment is about it got something the same do with the rape stuff you were talking about? I'm just saying about? the way that women have been objectified and uh-huh. assaulted. I think it's time for us to, you know, get our little. We need to start shit. raping niggas around here. There you yeah. go. That's what, you're trying, that's what you're trying to say. I'm worried. I'm not that's saying. What I'm, trying to I'm say. not saying rape. I feel like at, le- at, at minimum we should be able to ask what that dick do. At minimum you should be like. And what kind? And, and if you ask what that, do, what is the proper answer? To no. That? Well, actually, what you should ask as a woman, a modern woman in 2017, is how big is your dick? 
That's that's well, real you should question. be able to see it though. No, that's not. I enough. can see. I can literally like no, look at a man and see so what his I, size looks like. But how am I? How as a dude, how am I supposed to answer that question? In inches. So I'm supposed to take time you don't, you to mean measure to to, myself. You don't know. You've what? never measured your penis before. I, mean, I don't have fucking exact measurements. You should. Why? Like every man inches. should know. Every man know. <laughs> just like how every man knows they height and they inflate it by half an inch. You know how long your dick is when it's hard. Oh, so that's the, that was my next so piece guys, of criteria. Guys, now just, we gotta get our dicks registered. Yes, we gotta go get an official. It should be on your license. Yeah, it guys, should be. You basically, when you get home tonight, uh-huh. just get that lotion out and then get your ruler. Yeah. Okay. Let's get that dick hard and mm-hmm. let's get it measured. Yep. <laughs> where do Where do you measure it from, though? Yeah. From the base to the tip. People are gonna be putting the the um, ruler on by their asshole and then measuring the tape <laughs> from there. <laughs> um, That's crazy. <laughs> he's the top out of that button. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he's, I mean, we we all in the dick conversation. What I'm supposed to be saying? I just feel like you don't I'm, feel like. I'm, hey, I, I feel like I'm grown up enough with myself that uh, my dick has been doing damage for. And he's for been married decades. a long time, right? You know what what, how uh, long you been married? I'm Twenty years. So he has a dick measurer. At at home. Oh, she knows exactly how big it is. <laughs> exactly. You should test it right now. She'd be like, babe, you know. She could tell you. Yeah, she tell you. I, I don't know. She might she might just show you in, in like depth. <laughs> she ain't gonna, or she eye rolls. Gonna, yeah. Or eye rolls. Right. Yeah. You'd be like, how how big is your guy? Yeah, be like, hey, and she'll uh, be like, Yeah, there's some chicks over here at the job wanna know how big my dick is, baby. <laughs> Listen, yeah. it should be it should be common knowledge. That's Why is that common like. knowledge? It's not. That's what it should be. You know but then I mean? every every female should wear a T-shirt every day that says "I give head" or "I don't." That's um, those are two different I'll things. I'll be wearing no, both of those T-shirts. Those are two different. That, that, first of all, that is an action, and we're talking about a, fit, a physical attribute. I understand. So a, as a man, shit. you could look at a woman mm-hmm. and see how big our boobs are, how big our butt is, mm-hmm. but we can't tell how big your dick is. But what difference does that make? Uh, it makes a lot of difference too, because I mean, but you us know being what? able to see how big your ass is don't mean nothing. No, and you know what? We we definitely can't tell you like how how long or short we are down there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's just a physical attribute. Like your eyes are brown and your dick is seven and a half inches. Uh-huh. Like, it should be. It should be on your plenty of fish profile, guys. Absolutely, without Just a doubt. Well, it is on my plenty your... of fish profile. That's <laughs> <laughs> exactly what's on there. Jay, you have been a host of. The Crack 'em Up Comedy yeah. show. Give yeah. us your best memory. Um, damn, uh, I don't know, man. We've uh, we've had a bunch of good times from from when I was up there. Cause I had a goal. I was working on some things. I think I was fresh off uh, when I was doing that. I just finished doing like a pretty decent little movie run, mm-hmm. and and was wrapping up TV. So I was trying to like go into some next, you know, get my next bit of materials out. You know, the next set of TV run. So. Mm-hmm. It was a good opportunity to come up here and work out, not have to worry about, uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't get a chance to work out in, in Hollywood too much because sometimes it's just, uh, you know, sometimes the nights are, you know, the the, the improv is 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 flashy. It's mm-hmm. time there. to bring your it's, shit, your yeah, A game, like, yeah. all your new work. shit. Nope. Leave that shit. Nah, I ain't doing none of that shit. <laughs> I ain't worried about it because I I work out, man. I, I'm I'm blessed enough to be able to travel, so yeah. you know, I'm doing six shows a weekend when mm-hmm. I roll out twice a weekend. You know, doing the improvs and the funny bones across the country. So yeah. I'm 
I'm doing an hour a show doing that. So I'm getting my time in. Mm-hmm. So it's not about it's not about that when I'm here. I want to work somewhere comfortable and work out some stuff with no pressure. So that's why I picked this spot. So it was cool because I was able to invite a bunch of the friends and, and you know, folks that, that I, I don't know had been here as much. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it was like it was dope to be able to bring them in. So the memory-wise... Um, who was somebody that you saw as a new Jack and you knew, like, that person, that person's got it? Oh, Baker. Tony Baker. Mm-hmm. Yes. Me and Tony Baker hosted at the same time. He hosted the opening show and I hosted the big show. And uh, I always knew Tony was going to be nice with it. And uh, just, you know, in all retrospect, I just ran into him last night at the Def Jam. Went to go see him tape Def Jam mm-hmm. last night. So, Tony getting it in, man. Yeah. So Tony funny, getting it too. in. Funny. I was, so funny. Yeah, I met Tony. We did a last comic standing together. And he's, ever since then, he's just definitely taken off. Oh, yeah. yeah. Tony's getting it in, man. Tell people where they can find you at. At the crib. At the crib? On online. Oh, um J Phillips Live on everything. Uh at J Phillips Live dot com and and Facebook and, and Twitter. Black Planet um not Black Planet. Black Planet. <laughs> Black people meet. Yeah, that one. You married twenty years. Uh, Jay Phillips will be in the house. <laughs> when you're married twenty years, you're barely on Facebook, okay? Because y'all have, y'all have a group married Facebook page. Shit, I ain't got all that. <laughs> I got I got a pretty good. I have fun on Instagram, so that's what okay. I do. I yeah, Instagram, Instagram has some fun. So that's where I can. That's where I, I drive most of my. My peoples. Cool. So, come um, on Instagram, hang out with me. I'm leaving. I know. I see y'all giving me the wrap yes, it up. Yes, because nah, um, Chloe, it's, it's really Chloe um, that's giving everybody the wrap up that? before we even started the nah, podcast. She was <laughs> like, me up. niggas will not be in here past six Listen, minutes. Listen, last, last and week, that's it. That Listen, up. Jay, last, last week the episode was two hours and 42 minutes, and that not that's, on my watch. That's, so That's too long. Wait, thank you. So, good night. Thanks for coming in. Listen, guys, we're talking till 6 a.m. Hey, well, Jay, come back after I, the show. I, I, we'll I, still be here. I appreciate y'all uh, having me on the show for the only time ever. <laughs> you can come back. You can come, come back anytime. It's a revolving door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be different. It'll be different hosts mm-hmm. and everything. Cause yeah. you know, nope. if you don't like me, it'll be somebody nope. else nope. next that week. That was it. <laughs> That's it. Well, you turned him way off. Nope, that was it. All right. Ask me how big my dick is, and then tell me to get out when I don't tell you. That's you right. You think I don't see how it is? Listen, my dick is efficient. Miss don't worry about me. To Mrs. Phillips, go ahead and text Chloe that size. Okay, we're gonna need an answer for that. It's for science. Thank you so much, <laughs> Jay Phillips, representing D.C., one of my hometowns. I love it. Thanks for coming through. Thank you All so right, much, then. Jay. All right, I'm going to see you. <laughs> Upstairs. This how you use the microphone? This how you, you use the microphone? Talk, you talk like this on the mic because they can't hear me no more, right? Uh, no, they can hear you. How can they still hear me if I didn't walk all the way up on the microphone? You well, you, you know, know we need you like tongue kissing right? the microphone when you're being interviewed, okay? You know, people just want to stand upstairs and be interviewed, and we can't have you standing upstairs being interviewed. The next person coming in is Water L whenever they get here, whenever he gets here. I actually worked with him before. You know what I need to um, find out from the next person is um, the time you ate it at Crack 'em Up, because you can eat it at Crack 'em Up. Crack 'em Up has one of those honest audiences. Well, that you know what it is, though? They are polite, though. 
They are polite they because in New York you can get shot if you buy. They will just be quiet as fuck. They don't even really talk to each other. Like you know, sometimes they just be like talking like this bitch ain't funny, y'all. What you want to drink? Yeah, I, here I've seen it. They just be nice and white patient. They stare. They be, yeah. they be real. And you know what? After a long day at work and I have a set at the um at Crack 'em Up, that's exactly what I need. Just a little bit of peace and quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> enjoy it. Unless you feel like you thought. I don't need. I actually need the audience already laughing as I'm coming up. Okay, guys, it's up to you. Do you want to have a good time or not? Because I'm here for the good time, but I don't need you to make me. You know, I want to just be connected, and that's the one thing I do love about the LA audiences is because they have to drive to a location. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, then they're like, they hey, really want to be there. They want to be there so um you know they've made a concerted effort because they've gone home to change guys chloe is taking a moment to open up her food for on the but microphone you know what I she's failed. not gonna out chocolate me out here i failed it because they double bagged my shit so it's okay like so bags. guys you hear this bag opening up chinese i'm just doing it fast well what, what you got vegan or oh, chinese food it's um Hey, hey. Callie is in the building, New York. Hi, hi. New York. What a L. Callie is in the building. Oh, it's a light-skinned Dominican kind of night out here. Yeah, Guys, nice. we got the extras from Empire coming in. <laughs> coming in. <laughs> What's going on? No, no. <laughs> Please introduce yourselves to our uh, millions of listeners. Oh, wow. Hi, guys. My name is Callie. I'm from New York. Uh-huh. And move this microphone closer to you, Callie. I'm in Hollywood now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It. We know each other from New York. We do. We yeah, know each other. We go back a couple yeah. years. Oh yeah. Me and Callie go way back. Way back. Love Callie. We actually we actually spoofed Empire together. We did. Yes, we oh, did. And it that you know was cute. it was Oh, you're from New York. Yes, we're yeah. all from New York. Right. And where and, and what are where are you from? Saint Louis? Where? Tacoma. Tacoma, Washington? But, yeah, but my dad is from Chicago, though. Oh, okay. Like, Midwest. Okay. So, and you got that, like, Midwesty kind of flavor. I thought you was going to say St. Louis. Oh, the people that, that teach you how to talk, you know? What? Copy yes. Copy them. Yes. You know? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So, 14-year anniversary of Crack 'em Up Comedy. Um, please label a time where you ate it at Crack 'em Up. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, tell us about a time. I don't say label a time, but tell us about a time where you ate it. Just terrible. Just, yeah. just. I started out trying to do something, and then it went wrong. And then, because you know everybody's been coming up here talking about how much they kill and they work out and it's good. We need to hear about those times where you, you know, you ate it. I mean, it's hard to eat it because they're so into it. You know, like the audience is always very alive. Mm-hmm. Like even if I've been up first, and you know, like the first spot is like, oh, I don't know, but they're they're just ready to laugh. You know, they want to embrace you, which is kind of nice. I don't know if I ever just bombed, but just because, you know, you be trying to work some new things in, sometimes it'd be like, and it, sometimes it'd be, what you say is funny, but then be a bunch of comics in there, and then they'd be like, nigga, that's good, but they're just not going to laugh for you. Yeah. yeah. They I, love you, but they're not going to laugh for you. They're just like, they just critiquing you like, that shit raw. But I, they saying it in their body. They're like, I'm going to keep that shit in my head, fam. 
I'll or tell they, him or when they, get or they say, oh, that's, that's hilarious. No, no, and they mind be like, oh, that's a good premise. I'm going to use that and make that shit <laughs> yeah. with me. Yeah. Let me jot that down. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not even going to talk to him because I don't want him to know I've seen this shit here. <laughs> you know what? All thieves, please kill yourself, okay? Because that sucks right there. Also, too, you know what else sucks? When you were saying people, like, hold the laughter in. I hate when people, like, especially comics will be in the room. They won't laugh. They'll just be like, hilarious. Like, yeah. just let the laughter out. But comics don't laugh. Yeah, like, it's true. It's like it's over for, I don't, it takes a lot for me I, to I laugh. I think they do. I think but they it, laugh. It's possible. It's possible to just let go. But it's, if you, if it's how you looking at it. You come to just enjoy it, or are you trying to critique a nigga? Well, with Dell, I laugh. I always laugh because I can relate. Like, when you were like, I get my phones because that's some regular shit. Like, you said that, like, your vagina is regular vagina. I can relate with that. Like, I'm not out I there can't. doing. Absolutely. I can't. Of course, relate. you have, yeah. you know. Clearly he has ghosted vagina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course. But you know what I mean? Like, I'll be like, oh, yeah. But it's, if it's, you know, a comic that you're studying what they're doing, like, if it's, you know what I mean? Like, you're, like, studying you instead of actually listening and being there. But you know? sometimes a comic be so funny, and then you know it's some original well, shit, yeah. and they just snatch the laughter out you, and you just be going with it. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like sometimes comics, they feel that, but they be like, yeah, no. I think this is when you're newer, too. Man. When you're newer as a comic, you uh, be more judgmental. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at people, you're comparing them to yourself. Like, pretty much right now, even no matter what somebody's skill level um, is or what their style of delivery is, mm-hmm. I can see that. What? Don't be afraid of the mic. Oh, okay. I can put see. Your lips on it. Uh, put your lips on the mic. Max has been asking everyone to sexually molest <laughs> the microphone. You know what? I don't own these microphones, so whatever you guys want to do with them, it's fine. <sighs> How does that sound, Max? Does that sound good? Girl, six over here. Um, what was I gonna say? First of all, Max, you know you can't interrupt me. I smoke while you smoke weed, okay? Oh, you I'm gave break up smoking all the way? All together, ever since I had that edible. Oh, what really? the fuck? How long yes. ago was that? I'm trying that to stop now. That was last week. That was last week. <laughs> so I could not perform. It, it, it's very rare. It's very new because when yes. you and I hung Did out. Did your podcast two weeks yeah, ago? Or oh, three weeks ago? Three weeks ago, I offered you an edible. I mentioned it, and you were like, oh, I'm gonna really? get your no. edible. You're doing edibles now? First Who of are all, you? What are you talking about? Can first we, first because of all, Chloe has the hootsie tootsie look, like doesn't she? What? No, no, no. She you was very hootsie tootsie when we back in the village. I always <laughs> indulge in marijuana. <laughs> what? Hootsie tootsie means Chloe is one of those NAACP blacks uh, that um, white people don't get shit past Chloe. Yeah, but she yeah, will absolutely. write in on your ass, okay? Yeah, yeah. You will not treat her anything <laughs> less than upper privilege, okay? <laughs> she and knows too much. She all the history. Oh, the laws. Yeah. Chloe, Chloe will have an article She's immediately in the Huffington Post <laughs> more, if huh? you do anything. You She's like, more. I went past the bodega and they didn't fucking speak to me in less than 10 seconds and I feel the but need for us to point. Listen, but I'm all those things. I'm ratchet. I'm bougie. I'm smart. I'm all of it. Yeah. You yeah, are, balance. but right. everyone is always surprised when you do anything because you have the straight, bougie, upper class, black aristocracy. We just talked about sizes for six minutes. I know, but 
but no one is going to remember that, okay? <laughs> Everyone is going to remember she's right here with her pen ready to write a law into place and get I a petition a going. There's nothing wrong with that. I do have edibles. If you want one, I can give oh, you Oh, I would like that. Actually, okay. yes. <laughs> My sister on, wants one, so Tomorrow's make sure you give Tomorrow's Friday me the 13th. And is that I was why like, you came in here with your Satan for? Like, no, this is just how I look like on a regular she basis. That's, but that's not Jesus. I feel like <laughs> I feel like I can't do comedy and get high anymore. I feel like the, the I, I have I have that. hit the wall. Not while on stage. These but, are very strong if you should cut them in half okay, or a third. You. Wow. Chloe Hilliard has given me an edible, guys. Okay, yeah, guys. I got no um, I've seen it all. You want Would you like one water? Oh, no. is that an edible? Yes. Let me get that for my Oh, no. What, what, ki- what kind is it, actually? That was a normal tizzy roll, Just in case I want to get back yeah. to it. Oh, you ain't getting it. Just in case it. I want to get back to what, it. What were you saying, sir? I said, if that was a normal tizzy roll, I'd say yeah. Oh, you don't oh, do edibles? Oh, let me get his. No, no. no. sister. You just, for my sister. No, for my sister. I gave you one for your sister. Okay, but just in case I want to get back with her. Don't help me. Okay. I don't feel like me. Whoa, 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 whoa. There's too many people talking at once. Oh, sorry. Because Dell over here fiending out over a motherfucking edible. You just said you clean, bitch. I I am clean. <laughs> I am clean. Yeah. But just in case I want to reinter because it's so small. No, it's, it's so very large. strong. It's very strong. It's 30 milligrams of THC. What? Why? First of all, now this this is what has pissed me off about the last edible that took my Life. Um, sanity away from me last weekend that I couldn't perform. Like, I'm telling you, it scared the shit out of me to stuck. see my eyes looking like Whitney Houston in, on you know, when they did the recap of her story and she first got on drugs, that's how my eyes look. Like, mm-hmm. like, like, you know, where I was looking like, I, like I gotta do something about this, you know? Yeah. Um, but why are we having an edible that's so strong that you can't enjoy the high? Like, the whole purpose for to, to, yeah. to get, like, to eat an edible is for you to be, like, nice and be like, hey, you know, if I but see But you gotta eat it all? No, you don't. I didn't you eat, don't it eat it all. I only ate uh, a piece of it. Oh, sure. I only ate a piece of it, and I'm talking about, that's what I'm talking about. Why was it Just that strong? a little strong? piece was well, too strong. I'm talking about a brownie. Yeah, yeah. and there's some days that I don't want to remember, you know? <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Right. Obviously. Also, ex- yeah. those edibles were for you. Yeah, people <laughs> tolerance levels are very very different yes like like my mom is a huge pothead and so she made this batch of brownies and i know who she is and she told me about it and then i ate one because i also have a high tolerance but i gave one to one of my friends this was a 50 year old man crying at a diner (laughs) talking about help me i was Mm. like dying laughing i called my mom like mom what the hell did you put in yeah everybody got different body chemicals yeah yes it is and i'm a stomach person my stomach is like extremely sensitive to anything i eat it processes right away in my stomach like i don't hold anything you know um (laughs) so it's surprising i'm not like you know it's surprising i'm not like a way skinny bitch i'm I'm, I'm, like you, you gotta you gotta read the book eat right for your blood type I yeah. did read that book. I think I have the book, and yeah. I'm like, because I'm O positive. And so, so you're only supposed to eat meat? Trial and error. Well, I don't know. You I'm know, telling you, O is meat. O Carnivore. is supposed to be um, meat. Red meat. Like, that's yeah. supposed to be my that's friend, but too. red oh, meat yeah. brings day. up your um, blood pressure. Yeah, it can, it can mess you up. But if yeah. you eat a lot of yeah. it. But, but balance in your life all together. Exercise, yeah. the particular food, the particular energy. What is this guy, 95? What the hell? 
Yeah, I used to own the gym. Oh, here we go. Used to the help niggas look good. Real? Wait, so good. Let, let's get into it, water. Because uh, when he wrote your name and it said Water L, I said that it has to be Walter That's, with the L at the water. end of it. Yeah. So, Alex, <laughs> I was like, did you spell Walter wrong? Uh, just back? Water. Okay, so tell <laughs> us about the name. My name is just because water is important. It's a good okay. thing. It's healthy for people. Well, actually, water is your name? Water? Water. water. Oh, wow. And what, what made you come up I with that? That's It's my first name. It's your first name? God-given name? I don't talk name? about my name too often. It's your God-given name? My con- I, co- I signed the contract. No, 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 not no. discuss this. Said, we, we talk about everything but water's name. Oh, okay. Oh, sure. Okay. So, I didn't really sign it, but that's We, could, we could talk about his dick size. I honestly think he has a, you know, normal size to the bigger size penis. He looks very confident. Well, I appreciate it. Let me see you stand up. And then I, I appreciate it. I need to see you stand up. No, no, no not take off we your not, pants. We're not right sexually your... harass every well, man what, that yeah. comes in here. What, we should. What, hold on, and hold he's on. married. What, what, what they, he what is? What he's they married. Filming? <laughs> he's like 19. Where they put the tape? <laughs> you don't where see they put that? The tape? Uh, I'm older than everybody in this room. No, you're not. I'm pretty old. I'm older than you. No, but you're I don't, know, I don't even want to ask how old y'all are. I'm 36. I don't give a shit. Oh. And I'm 42. I don't care either. Yeah, <laughs> I love how you say you didn't care if that's it. I really, can't. like, hesitate. I'm not like, what, else? I don't <laughs> what else is there? I'm not even in the room. <laughs> yeah. And Max still wants to know your dick size. I'm the youngest. No. Okay. Well, so this um, water, t- like, because, you know, the opportunity for this podcast is to get people on the mic to tell us a little bit about yourself. So tell us something that the audience doesn't know about you. About me, I'm a I'm a kind person. I treat everybody good. I got a baby. You got oh, a baby? Wow. Yeah. Oh. Okay, how old? She's six. Damn. Oh, that's awesome. That's a kid. That's a baby. That's yeah. a whole kid. How old uh, are you? Thirty. Oh, that's I thought, all, congratulations. First of all, uh, let's give him a congratulation for thinking that we were all under 30. Uh, bless your heart. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah we, all look, we all look like Did we're the same say, age. I was pretending like y'all look. I felt like I was the same age as everybody in Oh, yeah, let's shit. I like you even more now. <laughs> no, you don't look like you're old. Okay. I'm not old, but you Okay, know. so you're married with a six year old daughter. How yeah. long have you been in LA? I've been here five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, do you How you like liking it? it? It's a blessing. You know, yeah. not, it ain't always easy, you know, based off the beginning, middle, and end. And even some of the even some of the middle can be great and then fucked up and then great again and then fucked up and then cool and then fucked up yeah. and great. Yeah, yeah. So. and that's uh, that's wherever you live at when yeah. you're in entertainment, you know. Yeah. yeah, that's how it always is, you know. So what's your what's your great moment that you it's distinct in your mind? Oh, can't remember this moment. It was so great. Here, it was probably uh, man, I don't know if it was. Well, I did smoke weed with Dave Chappelle here in the oh, comedy store. Oh, yeah. you're gonna yeah, do we it. we was in a green room that I didn't even know existed in this motherfucker. Yeah, what they, you mean, down there, at the there hallway? Was a green room, the you know, right by this middle section uh-huh, and then the yeah. one to the left? Mm-hmm. Five years, they ain't never asked me to come up in there. But, you know, you with the right people, and they're like, yeah, we in here in this open bar. And then he passed the blunt. I'm like, nigga, I don't even smoke like that. But... It's Dave Chappelle. Of course, you gotta do it. Maybe I'll be funnier after this. You smoke rocks with Dave Chappelle. You do it. Yeah, you smoke rocks. You do it anything with Dave Chappelle. Yep. You go absorb that energy and go ahead and stop. (laughs) That's the last one. Yes. What about you? The best thing I've ever done. Mm -hmm. 
I was in a pool, in Russell's pool, in his house, Russell Simmons' house, and it was me, the two models he was with, and this guy that I want to marry, but he doesn't know that, um, <laughs> and this other girl. And I was like, wow, look at me. It's just me and five other people, like Russell, five other people. I felt like, oh. It's pretty close. Living like, the life. Living the life. Yeah. Living the absolute nice. life. And I'm going to tell you why she was at Russell Simmons' house. <laughs> Here we go. I have the backstory. <laughs> why would you not let go? I um, try to bring her in, and she hates me for it. I'm you, trying to do I, something. You brought up the story. Her you brought up the story. Oh, I would love to hear it. Yes. Down. Yeah, you said I'm Russell just, Simmons. Ooh. You didn't say some famous I'm person. Gonna, I'm going to have to turn my back to Kelly as I tell the story. <laughs> oh, so I can deep. give it to full. No, it's not deep. Uh, she invited me to Russell Simmons' awesome yoga place. And when I tell you, if anybody's experiencing any health issues, there is a cure right there, okay? Yeah. Yep. All you need is approximately $1,000 a month, and you can be cured from any disease because that yoga studio is the shit. But, man, um, can I not afford it? So, you know. But, okay, so, so she goes, right, and she's like, hey, uh, I'm like, I'm going to get you a free week. I got her the free week. Then yes. she brings her cousin. My uh, aunt. Your aunt. And you're mm -hmm. like, hey, can she get the free week? And I was like, sure, I got you. I got the free week. Because then, I thought it was, you know, <laughs> for the people. Then she texted me. She's like, hey. Because after it's like $100, $200. And I, after I'm like, okay, they're going to do it for $99. Then she's like, hey, can I do $25 payments? I'm like, dude, this is not, you can't do that. What is it, $99 a, a week? A, a no, month. It's 99 a, a no, month. No, no, uh, I asked her if I could uh, do it $99 a month. And I was like, oh, okay, well, can I do it $25 a week? Because you're in an artist town. So, you know. How, how, what is it for the month? It's a hundred dollars. Normal, yeah. two hundred. If you guys are looking for a good like place to do yoga or work out, my girlfriend runs the YMCA over in the Palisades. Oh, like sweet. sixty-five a month. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. Since we're doing that. But Russell Simmons won't be there, so. Uh, yes, that's, guys. Yeah, that's you never know. good to go to his house. What a palisade. Okay. Sound like Mel. Palisade sounds like it's a drive there. It's palisade. Isn't it like yeah. by Palacio Verdes? What is it called? It's like a mountain. Palace Rose? No, no, it's like right between Malibu. here and um, Malibu. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. So not too bad. And Russell Simmons has one right here on Sunset. And when I tell you, if you can afford $100 a month, it's fantastic because... But it's not... Um, but it's, it's not $100, $100 a month. And $100 is what they were going to do for me yes. going through Cali. Yes. Okay? And I'm just like... And you're still uh, like, this is too expensive. Is it, I'm like, is it this a, is too is fucking a, expensive when you can go to Runyon Canyon and yeah. do it for free every day. Is it unlimited? Yeah. Is unlimited. For, oh, that's that's not bad. Yeah, it's that's the, bad. It's no, in the Soho House building. In to the each his own. Wait, that's Kelly, like, you still work there? I don't work there. No, oh, she I just, just recruits. Could you get me a hundred dollars a month? <laughs> I don't recruit. I literally just did that for her, and she has me like, oh, so oh, you out here getting all the comics. You recruiting, so you getting in there for free. No, I, that's a joke. You no, I know like, you don't recruit yeah. for them, but I'm just like, come on now, it's I an always, artist town. I always try to recruit. Like I taught Monroe yoga that's back true. in the day. Like I always Monroe try to Martin. teach people. That is true. Like, I like yoga, and I know the comments, because I, I need it to live. But also, too, keep in I mind... Wish I wish I could do it out here. I haven't I, been able to I'll find a place. You. I'll okay, hit you. Okay, but listen. I come from New York, where there is something called Yoga to the People. Oh, yes. And it's donation-based yoga. That's where that's I, started. I started. Anybody else that's not doing donation-based yoga... I, I don't fucking understand you. Yeah, and we yeah. Because yeah. yoga is something that is healing. What the fuck are you charging 200... 
Come on now. But there's so Come many other places in that LA. People can, you can you have to from understand. It's there like church for people. You yeah, have to understand. Is. Last anyway. week I was there. Usher was in the room. It Diddy doesn't matter because you're not These talking people are to not the gonna, people. Yeah, Usher, you know what I mean. Like, and that's Usher why I want to go there because I'm like, I don't. You know, I be but, auditioning, and I don't want to be like, oh, I'm in your yoga city and that. And Usher then make it harder like, to I don't like to make false connections with people. You know what I'm saying? So that's where I felt uncomfortable. So where are the where are the donation of the cheap places? Because I've been there. are cheap places here. Runyon Canyon. Runyon Canyon has uh, free yoga free. every day. I know, but it's 1030 in the morning. It's not it's during, like, if you're working, you can't go. Well, if you're working, you can't go. But there's a lot of studios that I looked up from that time yeah. that um, that do. First of all, let me just say this, too, since we're talking about Russell Simmons and we actually And what do you mean by fake connections? Because if, if you meet someone, just because they don't give you a job right away doesn't mean that you, it's nice. No, no but I don't like to. I think, I think you don't want to be in a space where, where you want to treat somebody as a peer and you feel people are posturing and, like, not being a genuine self in the place that is supposed to be for spirituality because it's well, like, I'm a, sitting next to no, Usher. But or, for me, it's spiritual. I yo, Callie, remember me? We met at the a yoga in Agora. Yes. Um, yes. Now I see. Exactly. And I don't. And I try to just give people their space. Basically, if I'm going to be running out into you at other places, then I would rather just run into you at the other places uh, and not be somewhere like, oh, uh, it's yo. We. I don't want yoga this to be the reason why I'm person, paying two exactly. people. So, but if you're here and I'm here, but you remember that but story? But wait with a minute. Before I let them go before I finish uh, <laughs> not remember my thought I do want to say this since we mentioned Russell Simmons name um when I tell you, if you can afford to go, it is the most healing. When I, I mean, you're gonna be healed from that because honestly, you sweat your, you sweat every toxin out. Honestly, um, it's so awesome. Yeah. Then that I, means eventually you're gonna be there. Yes, if I can afford it. You will. But you will. You're, you're on TV you're gonna be now. There you're easy. making it. You ain't going to stop, and you're going to be there She's easily. like, no, I'm not. You will be there easily. <laughs> if it makes sense for you, you'll be there easily. If it makes sense, but, you know, I would hope to start my own yoga to the people. That's how I feel, like, yoga. Yeah. When yeah, you are sincere, you know, and I don't just feel like this about this uh, this yoga house that I just went to. I'm talking about, like, when I was looking up stuff for my, like, fibroids, and I found this big, uh, famous lady who teaches about fibroids, and then she had a class for $500. I'm like, bitch, you're not even fucking serious about curing people. Yeah. If you're going to charge people $500 to come to your fucking workshop, it's are a, you serious about I healing like women or a, not? It's a really touchy subject because a business will be a business. You know what I mean? It's like you doing your comedy. You absolutely. don't want to do it to cancer patients for free because they're like, oh, you do it once, but you're not going to do that shit like every day because charity. Like, and you the bigger charge. you get, you ain't going to be able to avoid people coming just because you there too. Yes. If they do come because you there and they still get the good that's kind of the point of and that is the point and that's why I um, and that's why I recommend it to anyone because if you that, that can afford it because it is healing yeah. you're definitely going to be yeah. healed I, I was just saying I do think that you have to have to realize that the 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 economic disparities in the city for some people, $200 is $2. No. Well, you know for other like, people, it's $200 is like, that's a significant piece no, of their rent. I understand. Yeah. I understand it. So, so that, so, so when, if it was anywhere else, I would be like, wow, that's a little OD. But you have to also realize that his, his name and the people that are going to come there, like you said, celebrities are there. I only go there because it's free for me. Like, I can't afford it. Exactly. And you, that's now. what the <laughs> fuck I had I attitude over. Like, this bitch is going for free no. and he got you out here recruiting other motherfuckers. 
motherfucker. Because uh, I play, I play the dotar. It's a whole other life. You guys don't know. I'm very spiritual. I chant. I, I speak Sanskrit. Like all that stuff I do on Sundays there, and they let me go. It's not like oh, you're just here for free. But it's probably just like here. Comedy like store. Yeah, they told like me here. I can't park my motorcycle out there, and he says for comedians. I'm like, nigga, I've been doing this nine years. Yeah. I was homeless yeah. to do this, but because yeah. I'm not on the wall, because I'm not in the yeah. other room, yeah. Yeah. it can be like that. Yeah, and it can but anyway, be like that. But I still got to eat that and be like, oh, well, I'm going to prove y'all that I deserve to have my motorcycle right there. Yeah. I'm going to put that yeah. one in. And also, um, keep in mind, if follow, follow, what's what's a, what's a yoga place called? Tantris. Tantris Yoga. I feel like I'm a sponsor. Okay. <laughs> Ta- follow Tantris Yoga because yeah, I uh, follow it, and they always have free um, classes that you can take online. Like, my sister sends me all the time. Like, they'll have a Sunday evening here. They'll have a $20 class there. And the $20 will come with brunch or the $30 yeah, will come with brunch plus that. a live performance That's plus fun. this. So, it's a nice place. I'm just like, I'm not with that $200 because no, I don't have it. But the thing is that you shouldn't, I mean, $200 is definitely a, a pretty penny. However, it's, we, I don't want anybody to hear this and be deterred from seeking out yoga or anything that will in. in encourage them spiritually or physically because it does it does help like I did yoga for the people and I miss it me too I miss it because New York it's all over New York because you should be able to be healed for five dollars and that's how I feel yeah but also I see the priority you put on your health like if you say you're sick on something two hundred dollars is not a lot of money to pay not that you were paying to but you know what I mean it's not a a lot to pay I know but in New York prioritize your health absolutely but in New York you can get healed for the (laughs) five dollars and that's where and that's where i'm like so like you know like you know new york we're just like that real like where somebody would be like you know what come in donate because you know sometimes when i would go to donation based yoga Mm -hmm. i wouldn't have anything so i would just like bring my mat and i would have a couple dollars to donate and then other times i would have i would just get paid and i would give a 20 for the class so you know i feel like it it sounds like that's your calling you what? know what I'm saying? Well, like, I do they're want not to doing it, usually when schools. there's a need. I mean, comedies are calling, but there's a need for it because you feel that way. This literally happened in March. I've heard it ever since. She's like, every oh, time yeah. she sees me, she's oh, like, yeah. $300,000. I'm, like, I'm like, what you the hell? tricked me with that million dollar a month <laughs> yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's my intro for the next five years. First, like, Kylie. Next Treat five. Please, how long are you planning on living? Million dollar yoga. Chloe, Chloe, I just want to say this. Chloe has really enjoyed the conversation between me, Water, and Callie because she is now chomping down on her Asian yeah. food yeah. because all this talk of Asian uh, exercise has gotten yeah. her inspired. Listen, I'm, I'm feeding my spirituality and you're a hater. Yo, right now. Your life force, yeah. yeah. Guys, we got to wrap it up because we got another guest coming in. Please tell people where they can find you and um, we know we can find Callie at yoga. On Instagram, Water uh, L underscore official. Okay. Instagram water underscore L official. Water L, water under, L, L underscore, underscore official. official. How was that not taken by anyone? Cali and Cali, you can oh, find me at Cali Land TV. That's K A L I Land L A N D TV on Instagram and everywhere else, guys. Thank yes. you. Yes. Thank you guys so much. Thank you. Cali, I love you so much. Love we hit it back to back. Woo! 
so back to back, we got our next guest coming in as soon as we clear it out. Yes, indeed. Coming to the table. First of all, I also too. Wait, Callie, you forgot your uh, your Satan sickle or whatever you. Oh no, that belongs in the room, right? No, she brought that right for the room. The Callie, I just want to also too, guys. Callie is fantastic with her characters, and I mean, okay. Anyway, we've got the next guest coming in. Okay, come sit down, sir. Winner, winner of last comic standing. Winner of last comic standing right here because Butter's gonna sit here, right, too? Butter, butter, butter man. The threesome is back. The reunion is back. Winner of Last Comic Sandy Clayton English is yeah, here. Yeah. Butterman, who is our yeah. original yes. co-host for the first episode, is in the building. How we do, y'all? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good to see you guys. What has life been like since the winning of Last Comic Sanding? Um, a lot of road work. And a lot of uh, just, you know, buying people shit, man. Oh, okay. People with that road work. Shit, man. You know, my mom's asked for shit. My pops, I'm glad to do it because I owe them. Yeah. Like, if they, I'm glad they ain't itemize it. Yes. You know what I'm now, saying? Now, when so you I'm say you owe them, it. do you think you owe, like, do you really think that you owe them or you think, like, you're indebted to them because they were good parents? No, like, tab. Like, they made me hope. <laughs> like, 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 if they was drug dealers, they would have killed me because they, like, fronted me to work and I didn't bring it back. I did not bring it back. I ran off on the plane. More than twice with my parents. No, that's real. And that's why I asked that. Cause you know some yeah. people, you know, especially when you see like professional athletes, like you know my mom, I owe her. She done so much for me. It was cool. They ain't showing me how to be funny like that though. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, I got a little sauce from them, but not like that. That was me. You yeah. got all the sauce from the streets, huh? I don't know. <laughs> not even the streets. Just, you know. So, Clayton, um, you and I have never met, but I did see you. I'm, I'm visiting from New York. And I like New York. Chloe, what stop part? it. Chloe's no Brooklyn. longer visiting. I'm visiting from New you York. You better stop that, man. I'm visiting from New York. You here. Um, right now, presently. Um, <laughs> but I saw you when you came to Gotham Comedy Club. Yeah. And this is about maybe like probably right after you won. Because I was yeah. on it and you, I was on it the year Rodman won. Okay. And you yeah. won it the, uh, the, next, the next year. year. The yeah. So year. this is a couple years ago. And I remember not really knowing who you were. Um, and I came to Gotham because that's my home club, and I was like, he, and it was pretty sold out. And I was like, he, you're really funny. And I'm not saying nah, it in front of your face, it. but you know what I'm saying? Like when you see people, nah, I know when I leave, you gonna say some other. No, just like, I mean, I no, 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 no. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that a lot she of she won't times, do that. <laughs> that never happens. What are you talking about? I'm that never happens. Like oh my god! No, 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 no. <laughs> comedians talking about other comedians' jokes when they're out of the room. Bogus. Oh my right, god! Right. What industry are you in? We don't do that. We have a moral code. <laughs> oh my god. No, but it was ref- it was refreshing to see someone who won something or placed tie in something and really be able to have the time and oh, do yeah. Yeah. an hour on stage. Yeah, I, I had more than like they asked me that too when I like the first audition, Wanda Sykes yeah. at the thing. I auditioned at yeah. Gotham the second time and it was just her in the audience and the producers. I didn't even know she was in the audience. And she was like, How much time do you think you have? And I was like, you know, I was being humble. I wanted to say a million. Like, you know, those, like little kids, you know. Kids, a good like, deal. Yeah, I got a jillion, trillion times worth of jokes. That's what I wanted to say. A cabillion, jillion, yeah. jillion. <laughs> but, trillion. But I was like, I got two hours, you yeah. know. But I did. I felt like I had a master. Because I've been doing comedy like probably 12 years at that point. Mm. And I was just regional. I wasn't on the road. That's all I really wanted out the whole situation. Yeah. Was to get a little road work. Yeah. And, yeah, now, and you know what? Clayton rocks the 
hood too. That's what I love about oh, him being yeah. the winner. Like, you know, you be seeing a lot of winners from these shows, like people that plays on these shows, and you be like, okay, you know, that Disney comedy, you know, yeah. um, but Clayton can that come cruise, to the that hood. Ship comedy. Right. That, 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 every that, joke got a finger point. Yeah. Every every the punchline got. Clayton has come to my Jamaican spot. He's come to my regular spot in yeah. New York. We work yeah. together a lot, yeah. and he has rocked every time. And every time people are walking up to me, I remember using the Jamaican spot, and people was like, "I am so surprised it was so funny <laughs> because me thought it was gonna be whack when no, me saw him." No, no, them. Jamaican spots be hard on you. I am not impressed with your bacteria. They be hard. I'm not impressed with your bacteria. They be hard. What they do is they just start ordering food hell aloud. I don't Mm -hmm. think, look, I don't think I want to see you again. (laughs) And, And in my show, they would be like, tell me I was in the bathroom and me have to give him the light from my own phone. <laughs> it was not funny, Dad. Don't bring him again. Yeah. You start hearing their teeth sucking. Yeah. Yeah. Because you'll never be. That's the hardest crowd. That's the whistle of a bomb. And a Jamaican spot, yeah. that's the... <laughs> that is that, that teeth suck. Yeah, because most, any any West Indian audience, there's always a full food menu. <laughs> yes. And they will use that time to order their food during yeah. your set. And nah. shout out to my old show that used to provide free food every week. Nice. God, I love them. Was this in Brooklyn? No, this is in the Bronx. The depths, yeah. the bowels. <laughs> you had to take eight trains. Yeah. Bronx, Connecticut. You had a bribe yeah. patrol bridge. <laughs> 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 no, that's the thing. New York, the thing I like about it is you got to put in work to get to these spots. Where are you from like, originally? I'm you from Atlanta. Atlanta. So you live here now? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I moved out here in March. Yeah. Oh, you just got here? Yeah. You, be- yeah. you better move out here yeah, and get, get that TV. That's what I'm trying to get, a little more TV work. Get that, yo, yeah. Be real about it, wait, man. So get it. Claim it. What, do it. I'm doing what, it. I'm doing it. I'm getting a little stuff. wait so long to move here after uh, winning Last Comic Standing? It wasn't that long. It wasn't that long. It was about two years. But I was just hitting the road heavy. Yeah. So it didn't make no sense to move because yeah, at point. yeah, I was on the road super heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, because right after the tour we had to do right after the last comic standing we had to do the tour. Okay. That was seventy six shows in ninety days. Woo! And then it was like after that I told my agent he was like how many weeks you want to work out the year and I was like well how many weeks is in the year is it fifty four? He was like it's fifty two. Okay, well let's do fifty. And like some of them fell off, but I worked pretty much every week and. You know, that's no, what that's I asked awesome. for. So yeah, yeah, I wanted to complain towards the end, but I didn't because I was like, "This is what I asked for." And you will never you have to do it, it up. again. Yeah, like yeah. you would never have to do it that way again. You can do it differently oh, because seen... you've learned, yeah. you know, what you can ask for. Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of times, like when people are given an opportunity, they don't, they feel like they, they, it, they shouldn't be able to not say complain, but make an adjustment. And you have to speak up for, for yourself. yourself because, oh, you gotta want more. Yeah, you gotta want more. Not yeah. only that. Also, because people will take advantage of of you. Yeah. You know, when you start when you start figuring out what that door deal do, you know. Oh, come on, give me that door deal. Let me find out. Just, so when them door deal checks, like if I hit it, yeah. Because you know you get the guarantee mm-hmm. versus if you sell a certain amount or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So when you get that, like when I get that check, I'm like, oh, I gotta go um, now. It's, it's I feel like it's I robbed. Um, for less successful comedians, <laughs> what's a door deal? <laughs> 
Butter <laughs> is always coming through to check a bitch. Butter but is you like know what though. You talk that Hollywood no, song. But you know what though. You know what though. You know what though. Anybody can get a door because once you find out about it, yeah, it's just basically a split. Like you can go to some of these clubs mm-hmm. that have like an off night probably, but and if Tuesday, you can get enough people in there, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Monday and tell to Wednesday. Them, hey, give me, give me fifty. You mm-hmm. take fifty or give me a portion of the bar. And you, once you start seeing it, that's the way to work. And you see how these clubs work, like you're like, okay. If you Hashtag are... asking for a less successful friend. No, yeah. no, no, no. Because <laughs> nobody, I had to learn. I didn't know that was possible. Yeah. Whenever you see, a, whenever you see a comic who who isn't like a, a big name going out on the road and they're doing like, I, you know, if you see a little flyer on Instagram like I'm going on tour, they finagled or they made those deals themselves. They went to those bars. They went to those yeah. like music venues and say, listen, give me a Tuesday at 7:30. I guarantee right. you 100 people, and that's how they. You got to make it work for yourself. I had a homie lived in a van and rode around like setting up shows. Like, but this was kind of his dream. He was like, I, I'm gonna buy a van and live in it. And I was like, Cool. Good luck to you. Right. You know what? <laughs> you, know what? You, are, you are. God bless you. You are. But he worked all it. Trying to make your <laughs> way through this world. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of faith gotta pay off though. Like at some point it's gotta it's but like you know what it it's is, like though? Papoose with Remy Ma. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he stuck that out. Yeah. He did. And I got he got an improved version. And I gotta I But gotta wait, uh, what about when she was I mean, like she kinda was a contained the situation for a while. No, she was locked up. But Papoose <laughs> showed his faith. He, he, he didn't, held her down. He didn't take his hat off. No. He didn't take his hat off the whole time she was locked up, I nope. think. I'm pretty sure. I never saw him without <laughs> I never saw him without a hat either. You shouldn't see him. He, they got married right when she got sentenced. They got married right before she went into prison. And that, and that's when I was like, this is a real relationship. Because they weren't even public like that. And then when she when she hit the fan that she was in court every day, right. the next thing you know, they was booed up. And right. he was always and riding for her. Always. And, and always, like, very, you know. Yeah. Like, when she that's gets awesome. out, when she gets out, when she gets out, when she gets out. Yeah, set yeah. her and up. And now she's yeah. like, she's doing it now she's yeah. out. Yeah. I yeah. think I think if you really, you, you don't really care about your chick if you ain't thought about her and cried on the airplane. Like that's has the, it, that sounds super time. personal. It's specific. Just super had that happen to you, Clayton. So let's talk about it. <laughs> I it cried on an airplane. <laughs> if I can say you would, I cried. So no, 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 no. I want to hear. I want to hear. Cried on an airplane. Cried the on, new single. Just, you, but you <laughs> can't cry on spirit. Okay, just don't. No, oh, no. Spirit. No, no, no. You you're already cry. crying. You cried. You cried because you brought an extra bag. No, you, you. Yes, that's right. That's spirit right. gonna make you cry when you book the ticket. I have thrown. Clothes away because like, y'all motherfuckers are not getting this shit from me. I don't need this shit. Y'all are not getting this shit. Spirit, I'm throwing all this okay, shit away. Okay, accent. the scene. I want to hear accent. this. I want to hear this. What do you want to hear? So what? Why did I you don't cry know if that on needs to be talked about? What is this Halloween? No, you candy? brought it up. It is what Halloween is candy. A yeah, yeah. Get, you a need Kit a break. Kat? Get you a Kit Kat. Yeah, I do need a break. Okay, so let's get into this. So you was on the road flying. No, no, no I was on a, like if you ain't like sometimes you know on a flight that's when you get your you just get your thoughts together. Because you got to sit down, for me. Like, I'm always moving. Yeah. I'm always thinking I'm, you know what I'm saying, constant with it. But you're on that plane, you got to sit down for a little while. And, you know, you just start to appreciate stuff, and you appreciate where you're at. 
And you know, certain things might make you cry. And if it happens to be a woman, you cry about it on an airplane. I think it's probably. So you saying, what did she do to you? So you in love? It's not no turbulence, huh? You saying that you in love? You love your lady so much? Oh, you... I love the game. The game love me. So. Oh, you ain't that. You understand what I'm saying? We we can we the can game go. is comedy. We, what? Oh, game. The game is, is comedy. it love or is it a woman? It's, it's both. It's both. It's oh, okay. Both. So what did the it's woman both, cause do? Because you need a woman. What do you, you mean, really? What you do? Wait, no, no, no. To make Wait, you cry. Do you really need a woman? At some points, you gonna you gonna want that. You don't want to be out there, and once you look around and you see it's all of them is just how much is it? Can I get this? Can I? I wanna like yeah. You you you, you it's gonna it's gonna eat at you. You gonna you gonna be like dang, and you gonna look back and she gonna be good. Well, she the, gonna be super good, like Fortune five hundred good. How long you been with your lady? Come on, man. What is this? You bring it up. I mean, first of all, you talk about crying. I said a very vague thing. No, you said a very, a very you know, vague specific you, action. No, no, no. You and I, quote, and now we need to I know. remember what you no, said. No, you I said I was sitting I was sitting in 22E. You added sauce. You added sauce. Do you want water? And I said, I got enough because the tears is rolling down my mother's face. Yeah, but you know what? You know what? You know what? You know what? I was super duper high on that flight also. But... I stand by what I said. Which is how long y'all been in that relationship? Oh, uh, too long. And take that with you. Whatever don't you say feel that. too don't, long don't is Don't good. say too long. No, That's because look, good. each woman has her own script, and they don't show it to anybody. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you know what too long is in your story. No, what I'm saying is... You have a too long in your story. No, I don't. You... I don't. Because yes, I feel do. like, don't say too long, because too long makes it sound like it's you're ready for it to be That's over. That's too long in your story. You right don't have there. a too long if you've been single for too long. No. No. Um, but, you What? Know. You don't think? Yes, you Clayton do. Yes, you a, do. You get tired of people, man. You get tired of people. You got to understand something. I've heard now. all her stories. Ain't no more new stories. Ain't no new stories. I'll be finishing the stories. I'll be like, yeah, you scared of that. Okay, I remember. Yeah, but you still love her. I know all the new I stories. I love to cry. I know, love to she, cry on the plane. I was high, too. That's the no, next. That's the no. new. That's the new. High is that's just the new, only uh, Crying on the plane. That's the new Samuel L. Jackson movie. Yeah. Crying on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. That's my new song. Crying on the plane. New single. He just cried on the plane. Okay, so give us give us your best uh, crack em up memory. memory. Oh, man, so first of all, um, from my understanding, my homeboy that kind of got me cracking in comedy was one of the first hosts for Crack 'em Up out here. Who Zoom Man. Oh, Zoom Man. Yeah, Corey Zoom oh, Man mm-hmm. Miller. So that when he, he came from here to Atlanta, and when he came to Atlanta, like, his career was like the dojo. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, we just worked on comedy, and he would just give us advice and, you know, hey, you you know, like, just anything he knew he would tell us. Mm-hmm. And that was good to see because it was so many people that were selfish yeah. that would just tell you, hey, it's going to take this long for you to get good. Good luck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, it's going to be seven years before you're able to be on stage and have that much time. So, and then coming out here, first time I visited, seeing his picture... You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, his pictures on the wall. Then doing the stage, it just felt like super official. I yeah. felt like I came from like Shaolin or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like it, it was, wild. yeah, and it you was. You know just, what to expect? I don't even know if I knew what to expect, but just the stuff he would tell us just prepared us for that that long, mm-hmm. long game in comedy. So, what was the best piece of advice that he, Zoo Man gave you? Um, Zoom in is so talented to you. Probably for me, just to, uh, the ability to stretch out jokes. Yeah. Like he tells you, you know, and to sit in it. Yeah, and we used to see people like he would he would call it uh like 
people will hold their jokes hostage. And like, if the joke don't work, they just kill the joke on sight. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so he was like, commit to it, figure out where the punchline is, break it down to the quickest form. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Get to the funny as fast as you can, because they don't got a lot of, in Atlanta, we're not giving you a lot of time. You got to get to it. You got about a minute to get to a laugh or on your way to a laugh. Are they tuning out on you? Mm -hmm. So like things like that and just stretching jokes out. I think that was the biggest thing because it's yeah. like, you know, you would think a joke's finished and then it's more. That, oh, there's yeah, so much more. Yeah. And a lot of times what you can do with a joke is like you can you can set it aside and then you'll forget about it and you'll come up with something else. You'll be like, yo, that what? works perfectly what? together. Next thing you know, you got a chunk. Some, sometimes yeah, yeah. your joke wasn't a joke. It needed to go with something else. Yeah, It needed to be, it was a piece yes. of yeah. another joke that you hadn't created mm -hmm. yet. Yes. Speaking of comedic timing, Del, they're calling your name upstairs. Yes. See that? Let's go get it. I'm leaving it. my iPhone charger for you, Chloe. Thank you, darling. Lord, I love y'all so much. <laughs> I'll see y'all gonna be on the live show. Let's go. Wait, wait, Del, let's go uh, do your social Del. media before you leave. Okay, I am D-E-L Harrison. Follow me on Instagram. Check my latest sketch out on Instagram. I am D-E-L Harrison on everything, but I Yay. love you to follow me on Instagram. Okay, y'all, I'll see y'all next time. Love you, Del. Yeah. Love y'all. Yeah. No um, we can keep talking because I mean she one monkey don't stop no show. So no, yeah. no, no. We, we got more. <laughs> Not that she's a. No, I don't think she gotta be a monkey. Right, right. In this climate, in this climate, the queen is okay. leaving. <laughs> Wait, so how do you like LA? You said you moved here in March. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's cool. I'm gonna adjust. I like certain things. Do you have air conditioning? <laughs> certain things. Do you got? Do you have AC? What are the certain yeah. things? Yeah, yeah, I got what AC, are, what are, what are, man. It got what so are, fucking hot this summer. I bro. got so. What y'all? You got a fan, or you bought the little unit? You got a little window unit? No, I have. I have like a little fan that I put right in front of the window, and I've been just been begging my landlord to put AC oh, in. Man. I'll pay hundreds more a month. I didn't know that was a thing out here until I started looking at places, and they was telling me stuff. And I was like, oh, so how much does that knock off the price? What is what are the And it knocks off nothing. Yeah, they even have air conditioning here in the basement. And it gets so like it's like probably ninety in that room right no, now. No, it's high right now. They yeah. can use it. What 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 are two certain things that you like? You said certain things. Yeah, two certain things. Two um, certain things you like about being out. Oh, um, definitely. I, I like I like the weed, of course. Of course. I like the weed. The weed. I like, Stick it green. And I like the laid back. Just atmosphere. Everybody, the culture's just more laid back. Let me ask you this, right? Um, are you still having, like, East Coast sensibilities about weed out here? Because when I first came out here, right, because, you know, you're so used to the illicit, like, it's illegal, you got to sneak or that. So when you come out here, right, and people are just smoking, like, in the middle of Hollywood Boulevard, and, and like I would be at clubs with my boys, and be like, "You guys, what are you guys doing? Can we sit here? Nigga, shut the fuck up! <laughs> Smoke up, motherfucker! Right, right. I'm like, guys, can we do this here? I mean, you know this stuff is illegal, guys. I mean, I don't know if we can be doing this. We might get put out of the club, motherfucker. Are you kidding me? Break the I fucking blunt. I didn't have that. I didn't have that because Atlanta. I was just gonna say we that. smoke everywhere. Like, oh, like, true, like, true. It, I'm not. I'm going into a club if I can't smoke. True. The strip clubs we smoking in there. You Wait, you gotta, you gotta announce yourself. We just, Del just yeah, left yeah, the building yeah. and joining us for the second half of the show. Co-host It's is. your boy Gerard. Yeah, represent yes. Atlanta, Houston, yes. Texas. Y'all yes, already sir. know. Yes. But, and, and, and I don't mind uh, saying my name a whole lot, so I'll do that. But I want to jump in with the homies <laughs> on the natural yeah. shit. Uh, yeah. Atlanta. 
if you've never been, you heard the music, you're familiar with the names of the clubs. Of course. You have no idea that when you go in there, you'll see a dude breaking up, but on the bar. Mm. And when he puts it together, he'll hit it and turn his face to exhale, and it'd be in the face of a sheriff, and nobody say nothing. So it's kind of like, I know what you're saying about the East Coast sensibility, but is it an East Coast sensibility, or, or is it a prior to 2000 sensibility because I've been to New York you'd be like it smells like the ick the ick the ick yeah. that's chocolate t- they smoking and, and, somebody and, blowing and, somewhere I, I think it's more uh, you know what it is I re- it's my east coast shit that's east like, you know what I mean like, yeah. like cause, cause the minute you I realize oh yeah you're right they don't give zero fucks in Atlanta yeah. nope <laughs> it's not the thing in New York they, they care they care in New York because it's just a way for them to make money by giving people tickets well y'all Listen. don't like people's Smoking inside, period, in yeah. New York or LA. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. Like, hold on, let's, we don't want no kind of smoking. Yeah, which is like fine. In, like, like in Atlanta, you can still smoke cigarettes at the at some bar. At some place. No, they shut that down years yeah. ago. But, but hold on, yeah. Atlanta. You say that new, a place like New York, Atlanta, the state of Georgia. You, people forget that. Atlanta belongs to Georgia. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, we forget, really forget. Atlanta yeah. is the capital of the South. It is the greatest city in the in the South on you you know everything else is debatable, mm-hmm. but that is the fact yeah. across the board. Uh, but it's a part of the state of Georgia, and they yeah. like black men in jail. Yeah. yeah. That is true. And I, it's a bit that I used to work on about how weed has a a burden that other drugs don't have. You know, no one is mad with a dude with powder cocaine if he did it in your bedroom at a house party. Nobody kicked it back. They're talking about the whole house smell like cocaine. Right, no, no. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, so, so when you light some weed in the whole fucking vicinity, yeah. start we can hear right. your snorting, sir. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got the whole right. kitchen smelling like. Like, like no, the worst no, drugs no. are the least detectable. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that, and that's the worst. It's, it's like illegal. That's like cigarettes and alcohol. Yeah. You'd never know if your man was going to get heroin. Like your homeboy goes to the liquor store, you'd be like, "Bruh, mm-hmm. you've right. you're gonna die." Right. Bruh. Yeah, right. The, what about what about the fact that the police will offer you a Coca Cola, a cup of coffee to tell who got the weed? It's like, dude, sugar, caffeine, no, and, right. and nicotine no, are the no, most man, addictive no, things on the planet, and you're trying to trade them. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you a couple. We're going to get you a 16-ounce Coca-Cola. Now tell us who, who your weed guy is. It's like, you don't, you don't get the fuck out of here. What are you talking about? The thing about L.A., like when I first came here, and um, you, you have a, a guest coming in, mm-hmm. so I'm about to make my exit, but the, the thing about L.A., man, when I first came here, right, and um, my friend took me to a dispensary, and I saw the man. Actually called Visa logo. Man. I swear to God, I turned into Willy Wonka. Bro. I was like, I was like, sir, might I be able to pay for this marijuana with my debit card? There was like, I was like, yeah. He was like. Give me everything tonight. <laughs> Give me everything. No I was like, I can't go back. I cannot go yet. back to that, like, going to the no. ATM no. and waiting for Paco. And he got his baby mother in the car. I can't do that. I can't go back to that yeah. life. I cannot no. go back I to that life. I used to be in some dangerous-ass places just but getting weed. Like, like we should not goes, be a dangerous activity. Like, get, like procuring weed activity. should not be but a sometimes, life. sometimes if you want the good weed, the dude that sells some of the best weed, he sells everything. See, yeah. and he has bad hours. Can I can I say <laughs> this, Blake? That is. Right, so I'm, I'm out, guys, but you got to guess what it is. Watch this, though. Uh, what? What is yo, it? I'm at All Things Butter. 
um, you know, that's the Instagram, that's everything else. And, um, you know, I, I'm going to come back here and talk about um, one day about my, my hometown of Virgin Islands that got hit by two Category yes. 5 hurricanes. Oh, and how no one gives zero fucks. U.S. Oh, yeah. how, how we've been out disaster by Puerto Rico. Yeah. And uh, it's, a, it's a lot going on, but uh, but that's for another time. Yeah. Which uh, city? We're, we're, I'm from St. Thomas, Virgin Islands, we, born and raised. We're yeah. talking about U.S. and yeah, the US, man. United, United, Virgin Virgin Islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, yeah. DJ, we went to the fucks department, and they gave us zero fucks. Yeah. Like, no. Tony, Tony in La Tarde, that don't ring a bell from the radio. DJ Pops and Tony, Tony in oh, the afternoon. Oh, Pops, yeah, Pops in Croy. <laughs> they yeah, used to yeah. bring us down there, man. I headlined the first ever comedy show on the on the British Virgin Island of Tortola. Oh, yeah, they got fucked up, too. At Billy Sentiment, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, God bless them. I, I, I hate to self-plug in the yeah. middle of trying no, no, to shout no, no, out no, the fact no, that. No, 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 because I'm glad I did a show at the place. We're going to yeah. need you for that benefit concert. I'm with it. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. Follow it. Check them out. All things better. Much love. Chloe, see ya. Wait, wait, wait. Already. Um. Yeah. Butter. I don't know who's coming in. You know what? We have a fantastic Actually, I know who's Hi, hi. We have a fantastic guest. How are you? How are y'all? And real quick, I'm going to set a disclaimer before she puts her headphones on and jumps on the mic and joins us. Uh, the last conversation we just had don't have nothing to do with what we're about to talk about. Probably not. Good. I don't believe that it will. Okay, good. That's, that's the great thing about this podcast. It's so random. People that's come awesome. in, they check in, they check out. It's like a carnival. Y'all keep it It flowing. is. It's well, you like, have to give your full name because you just jumped in real people, quick about the weed in the, Atlanta. You know. Well, I just jumped in. You're like, I, like I said, I'm a talker. My name is Gerard, man. I was the original host yes. for, for Nichelle here 14 yeah. years ago. Yeah. And uh, Clayton, you know, I, I represent, I come up out of Atlanta. I'm an yes. Atlanta comedian. I'm born and raised in Houston, Texas, but I graduated high school, I graduated college, and I began and uh, started my comedy career 24 years ago. Uh, I started at the Comedy Act Theater, which oh, is right. a subsidiary of the Comedy Act Theater here, which mm. is where Robin Harris and Martin Lawrence yeah. and Ricky yeah, Harris yeah. and all of the greats who have us in this place today. So Michael Williams owned both clubs. And uh, Bruce Bruce was the first dude who ever put the mic in my hand. So I'm raised in comedy by Bruce Bruce, Bruce and Bruce. Earthquake. Mm. And also Don D.C. Curry, a lot, a lot of instrumental comedians. And I'm a dude who's who's so about it, man. Like, my entire adult life has been dedicated to this. I don't have a wife, an ex-wife, or a child to blame or none of that. Yeah. <laughs> I've been on one focused move, and it's it's a comedy is a is a... Comedy is a beautiful thing, uh, and it commands and demands so much respect. Mm -hmm. yeah. We were talking about the comics. Clayton and I were talking about I missed him last night. I didn't see my homeboy. Yeah, it's no, my no. man. We, we, we I didn't up. see him last we night because I didn't go to the taping last night, but I was there before. And when and what y'all don't know about these stand-up comedy tapings is like... It's like a class reunion, like a fraternity mm -hmm. gathering. It's it's uh it's really It's a mix of so many things. It's Watch like, this phrase right here. Watch this is, phrase. What you got? This thing of ours. Yeah, Costa Nostra. It's some Costa Nostra <laughs> shit. It becomes this thing of ours. Hey, it doesn't exist if any right, feds right, are watching, right, but right. it's this thing of ours. Yeah. And to even be here at the world famous comedy store and there's so much shit going on, you got you know, urban show, you got black comics, white comics, Latino, Asian, everybody's mixed and blended in. I mean, I stopped and talked to a dude who I knew, never met him before, but just slapped his hand, like, you know, and he could tell by the language, like, okay, he's in the guild. Yeah. It's a, it is a fraternity, it is. And, it, and it crosses all these barriers, but it's a, it's a very special 
thing. It's a, it like I said, it make you it makes you respect it. It's their highs and lows. It's like life and show business yeah. and whatever everybody else. And I'm that dude. I could tell. So that now story. I have to ask, as you know, this is the 14th anniversary of the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Show yes. here at the Comedy Store, and you were the first host. What was it like th- that first show? It was fantastic. I was young and handsome. <laughs> <laughs> I was younger. No, no, no. It was it was a hold beautiful Hold on, hold on, hold yes. on. Okay. Because this, this is my uh, dude, man. Any, yes. any, any picture paint. So the first show was, what year was that? Can we do that, man? That would be 03. 03. 03. Yeah, so, post 9-11. Post nine yeah. eleven. As, as a matter of fact, I took a and it's I have I still have a photo. We're supposed to do a show. What you wearing? <laughs> Is this Jay Z change clothes? Like Watch when this. everybody's wearing the button ups that was big. No, I remember it was later. Remember we went through all of that. We were talking about this earlier. Remember okay, that was between 06 and 08 Okay, with them okay, okay. Giant ass uh. t shirts. <laughs> I was talking to dude and say, why you know is everybody mean, wearing skinny jeans? Like, do, do you remember the shirt that sent yeah. us in the skinny Bro, jeans? Yeah. That was, you remember? You know how many people. <laughs> Drowned in them T-shirts. Come yeah. on, every yeah. summer. Well, every no, summer. The, and the reason why <laughs> everybody's awesome. chain was so big, you had to hold that fucking shirt down. <laughs> yeah. You know how the many wind, people, the wind caught you. Oh your man, shit was you was gone. gonna look like a little. <laughs> you was gonna look like a spirit. Yeah. Hilarious, <laughs> a tall ass ghost. <laughs> Really quick, did we introduce our guest yet? We oh, still have no, not got no, to our no, beautiful, no. lovely. Please get on the mic. Go ahead, get in there, get in there, get in there. Hey, y'all. My name is Victoria Murphy, and I am not a comedian. She's I am not. in the casting world. Hey, oh, let's go. Victoria, you got to speak louder, honey. more important. We are in a basement. Okay. Come on, they, they put this little thing here. You can spit all on the mic. Yeah. That's what this is for. Yeah, Maybe you, not, but it feels like. It's not my mic. You can spit all over it. Max don't give a shit about nothing in this room. Yeah, these these feel. They come like 12 to a pack. I don't really even work here <laughs> at all. This goes So, Victoria, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, California, born and raised, born in the Bay, raised in San Diego. Bay Area. Yeah, I like the Bay. Bay. Mm-hmm. I like Bale. the Bay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, grew up in San Diego, went to school in Long Beach, and now I'm in L.A. following my dreams. Ooh, nice. How long have yeah. you been in casting? Uh, six years. Nice. Yeah, nice. I started off in commercial casting, and I... Um, you put that black girl in that Dove commercial. That was not. <laughs> no, don't put that out. on her. <laughs> that was not our home girl. That was not uh, our home. She's really bad about that. She was like, "How dare you selling my name like that?" As soon as sir. I heard commercial agent, I was like, "Ooh." Uh, I started off. I was just thinking about some. So she, commercial and now what? Um, now I'm in a theatrical world. Mm-hmm. I'm uh, doing. I'm a casting assistant in theatrical world. Of, like theater. Uh, no, TV shows. So I'm doing like uh, The Flash, Supergirl, Girl, Let's Can I get some power? Give me some powers. <laughs> they can kill me with some superpower. If they give me a power, they can kill me immediately. Wait, no, so this is so this is interesting because <laughs> because you hear you hear the mindset of a comic and how to handle your business when shit is tough. How do you how do you teach or coach comics to to not have a, to not be a comic when it's time to be an actor in the acting world because you know we go and they be like yo you want us to audition how much is it you be like wait we ain't get to that part yet hilarious <laughs> I flip a lot of tables in auditions I flip a lot of tables just <laughs> yeah so tell us so tell us what like because it is it is a switch it is a switch I haven't made the switch from comic to actor yet. Mm-hmm. 
Clayton is doing that. I do it sometimes. I yeah, do yeah. a little acting. Yeah, so what? So what's your advice to a, a comic on how to... I would say, well, the first thing is when you go into it, you're not you. And mm-hmm. I think that's it. They're like, oh, I'm a comedian. I'm funny. I'm coming in and I'm being me. Mm-hmm. No, the sign outside says we're looking for Detective Hernandez. Yeah. You need to be that person. Mm-hmm. It's like, and so there needs to be a disconnect from who I am and in taking, reading the signs. Mm-hmm. Like, really thinking about your choices, why you would say, don't say it the way you would say it. If that was the yeah. case, it would have been a direct booking. Right. I'd have called you. Right. You yeah. know, so yeah. um, it's like, don't take it personal, but it's not you. You really need to learn how to be somebody else. <laughs> and it's not that easy. People just see a script or they see size and like, oh, it's a piece of paper. Like, I'm just reading something. It's like, no, the way you say hello to your lover is different from your boss. Mm-hmm. It's different right. from your neighbor who you can't stand. Well, it depends on where you work. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or it depends on where you live. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, neighbor. Yeah. But, like, hey, some lover. people don't, they will read a script or read the sides in the way they practiced it, and that's the only way they know how to interpret it. Right. So I think not even a comic, anyone who says they're an actor, just because mm. you read some lines doesn't mean you were, no, you were reading. Like right. you, you need to be the, this person. Like take in the that time. moment. Yeah. 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 I'm not even like really. A, I'm not even really a sound person. I'm just like <laughs> I could cry too if you guys need. That me dude to. needs a job. He's just back there moving things, looking like a DJ. He's not doing nothing. He got a PlayStation controller <laughs> yeah. back there, man. Yeah, that shit ain't even hooked I'm up. I'm watching the end of the Eagles game. He's like, I got you, Clayton. Let me hit circle X, circle, circle R two. I tried to turn him over R two. It's not working. <laughs> let me let me say this, uh, Victoria. My, it, it's a it's a hard thing to get used to in show business, and it is that, in my experience, and I don't know if this is something you guys discuss from the casting standpoint, but in my experience, Hollywood does not call to tell you you did not they, get the part. No, they right? don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then all of a yeah. sudden you hear back, you know, it's like, oh, shit, that was three weeks ago. Uh, I shaved my beard. I, <laughs> I don't know if y'all, uh, I didn't know I was going to hear back from you. Can you change that? Yeah. Can I send out an email and say sorry? You know, I it would vary on the project, and I do think it's interesting to hear that perspective, because then on my end, let's just say, for example, we just put out a role. We're seeing people, and we're doing so tapes so it was an open call there was over 2,000 soul tapes we all split mm. up now as much as I do I love actors I love performers I, I'm i not I feel a big button coming personally <laughs> right 2,000 people hips, back big so my thing is right, okay right. like and on that and I know that's not yeah. like, cool but it's like they're and each office is different I did work for, in certain offices where every time you would call like if you call to us mm-hmm. and like say hey what's going on I'll let you know we passed why because X, Y, and Z yeah but you taking that step and but I, I can't like I, I, I would spend my whole Day okay. telling actors right. they didn't get the job and not putting out more. That's okay. Right. That's fair. However, since you are here and you are an insider in the casting process, when they do an open call, do are they just doing that for show? No, it's uh, every office <laughs> varies. I will say where I am now, my bosses they watch every single tape. Mm. That's good too. They know. watch every single tape and like. You know, obviously, it's a. I'm, if you start off the, the the tape reading the script, I'm probably not going to finish. The yeah, tape. Right. that's just me. You you're not prepared. Yeah, uh, you didn't take the time out. I'm not going to give you my time. You'd that's be like, how I feel. Yeah, you ain't. Hey man, you ain't. No, I always I know the first line. <laughs> I I be got no hey man, hey man, how are you going to do a 
videotape reading. Yeah. To me, that is so just like, like, you didn't, some people be like, oh, I didn't have time to do, no, you had time. You didn't want to do it. No, 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 no. Okay. You know there that's a lie. No, no. I will tell you this, lie. I will tell you this, literally, Actually, I will get right. stuff the day of, yep. that, that does and happen. they'll be like, can you self-tape by tonight? Yep. Uh, that's different. I'm not and it'd be like six pages. Like, and you get a lot of stuff, and then, to what you were saying, when you get the call back, you like, oh, when are we taping? Tomorrow? Yeah. Right. I, I don't know that, that shit no more. No. Like, no, I'll give you that. My thing You is, get in there with the other with I'm the other not team. talking about the the for the one dares. I'm saying yeah. we, we put out I'm talking about the people who I know maybe you're not good at memorizing and like don't take this as a like, okay, I'll just go ahead and blank. I'm gonna just shoot this tape out. Right. Like even if you want to go ahead and film yourself, but don't submit it. Yeah. Right. Use that to, to study your work because at the like I said, if I and we watch all the tapes. Right. If I get on there and there's a difference between someone who are like, Oh, you know this character, you don't know the lines. Yeah. There and then there's someone who's literally reading, like looking up, looking down. There's stuff like that. People who read both lines, if it's a conversation. Mm. Oh, my characters. God. Like, that's switch really poses? Does he try to be... Do they switch the other person? No, baby. Do they, like, split, like, you know when they used to do the half-woman, <laughs> half-man? I can't believe you, Thomas. Why not, Cynthia? And he just keeps... <laughs> then he smacks Cynthia well, I... in the face. Ow, Thomas, damn. Yeah. Cynthia? I'm sure you get that when you do open call, because there's people who really they, don't they're, know. They're, no, there are those people who, and there's a difference, but it's like, again, I know the level. You can tell the level of someone who's like, man, they saw this open call and was like, I'm going to take a chance. And then there's someone who's like, oh, you tell people that you act. You tell people that this is your craft, and it's not. Yeah. Can I, can I ask this? Like, sometimes I get other people to read the lines with me. Like, it might be my mom. <laughs> it might be whoever at my house. And sometimes they just ain't shit. I'd be like, like my mom good. My mama good. My mama, she 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 good. Sometimes I'd be like, stop being so fucking good. Right, right, right. Because I don't know the shit. Like, <laughs> right. they can't yeah. see you. you. Gotta ask her. Were you they acting? Were like, you acting with bad? Is that no. bad? Should you should you have somebody reading with you? They, yes. They okay. shouldn't upstage you, but it's they they give you something to go off of. If it's a serious Cause my mama scene, do if, work on extra. Oh, she do. She, she do. She, and you extra baby, work on so Walking she Dead. Do she do extra work on Walking Dead. She done lost her mind. Now when I ask her to read with me, she don't. Man, she's the overreacting Negro on everything. I can't believe there ain't no explanation. Ain't no tears. Ain't no strain in the voice. All right, guys, we have to wrap up with you two. We have more people here. But Clayton and Victoria, let us yeah, know where people can follow go. you. I know you don't really want people to follow you, Victoria, because you get That's like a cool, bunch of I'm tapes. I'm not really present on social media, so you can follow me. I'm Torio Cookie on Instagram. Uh oh, Lord have mercy. Uh oh, Cookie, spelled regular. Lord have mercy. Okay, we're not going to answer. She sung it too. Clayton, where can people follow you? Where can people see you double, crying? Double stuff. <laughs> <laughs> what next flight you gonna be flying uh, and crying I'm gonna on? Be in, uh, I'm gonna be in Toronto. I'm gonna be in New York. Go to ClayningEnglish.com. That's where you can find all my shows. Clayton English on everything. Instagram, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Could you spell Snapchat. that out, please? C-L-A-Y-T-O-N, English, like the language. If you can't figure out how to spell it, mm. please don't follow me. You right. got other shit you right. need to focus on. <laughs> Phonics. <laughs> Work on yourself. <laughs> thank you guys for hopping in. We're gonna see who's coming in. Yeah, my homeboy. Yes, indeed, man. Absolutely. We'll get in. Victoria was a great pleasure having you here. Nice. So we got two new guests coming into the room. Please introduce yourself. Put your headphones on. Let us know who you are. Speaking to the mic. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm in the studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bus one, bus yeah. one. We doing bad. We doing b- awful freestyle Thursday. Oh, freestyle Thursday. Okay, go ahead. We got Jessica. Hey, what's up? Hey, 
What's up, everybody? What's up, Jessica? and Jessica Lee. Word. Here at the hot-ass comedy store right now. <laughs> at the hot-ass yes, comedy I store. Yes, I am sweating. I wore a leather jacket thinking I was cool. Oh, um, no. Well, what you guys opened the door. I felt well, that cool breeze. Ooh, I was like, well, leather, leather is cool. Yeah, just so yeah. it's like, this is what I always wondered about. Not growing up here, and you watch movies, right? If you ever watch a movie, the streets always be wet at night. Yep. Yeah. The tough guy has a leather jacket yep. on, and, and the corny dude is wearing shorts. And you'd be in a city <laughs> right. anywhere else, you'd be like, man, what the fuck going on? Right. The fuck is going on? It's cold and hot right. and rainy and, and dry. But, what the, yeah. but everybody's hair is perfect, though. But everybody's, yeah, everybody's hair. hair is exactly. And sitting next Don't to you, no sense. we have. Young Twine. Young Twine. Hey, the way from Detroit, Michigan. I walked here. The D. <laughs> right. A little bit more than eight miles, <laughs> if you but will. You know what's so funny about that? Mm. Everybody think eight mile is the only thing in Detroit. Seven yes, miles. I haven't been there. <laughs> I've been to the D. Watching a movie. Hey. You, seven I've, seven I've mile been, in Murworth. I've been to the airport several times, ah. but not we, to the city right. of We kicked it so hard at Bell Isle. Now, where are you from? Jersey. Jersey. Nice. She got a mouth. She got a mouth like that too. That's she did, did do that. I do. Are you from good Jersey or bad Jersey? Uh, the best part of Jersey. Where's that? That's gonna be the Where bad part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I am from the hood though. I'm from a little area called Patterson. Patterson. Where? No, no Patterson. I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, here's the thing. On the East Coast, people don't understand. If you're from the West Coast, on the East Coast, everything really is 20 minutes away. I don't care fuck where you gotta go. It yeah. should take 20 minutes, unless it's really bad rush hour traffic. Mm-hmm. So for me to live in Patterson, I can get to Manhattan in literally 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. People don't understand, like, oh, I'm in Brooklyn, I'm in Queens. That's really not all that far. But if you don't ever go to Jersey, you would have never really fucked If you miss an exit on the Jersey Turnpike, you're going in the wrong direction for, like, 40 minutes. And now the tolls are so bad. You have to have $15 on you at all times. Can I please say this? You can't leave a home in New York without $46.50. Yeah, Verrazano is 28 right now. Uh, I was just, because I just took myself on comedy tour last month, and I hit Southside Chicago, then I went to Brooklyn, I went to the Bronx, I was in Astoria, Queens, went to Jersey, (laughs) and I guess I hadn't been back in like two or three years, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know, they drastically changed. Like, like, I'm an up-and-coming comedian, I'm a starving artist, you think I got $20 on me at all times? (laughs) You crazy as hell. Now they put your, fuck with your negotiation. (laughs) Okay, I'll do the show for 30 $36, right. but I'm going to need a dub. Right. I'm going to need that easy pass to yeah. for a little bit. To they're they're yeah. forcing your hand because now they don't even, they don't even have the for attendance real? there no more. No. You, just, you just drive you through and they bill you or they bill you. They send it in the mail. Like, they catch really it, checking right. it I got one of those here. You got to be careful here. Mm. You could be driving in the down, HOV down lane. South. Shit, on the, on the 105. If you're on the 105 oh, at yeah. certain spots, you're in the HOV lane. And before you know it, you're in the in what the that easy. Mean? Hove, Jay Z about to show up. That, that's, that's what you think. It's yeah. really. Lane it's, it's, it's just. It's just for me. Yeah, it's just for J and D. Anything less than a right. fucking Tesla, you know. Pull up. Eighty million dollar car. They pull that piece of shit over here. Oh man. You know you're not hip hop royalty. Slow as hell too. What is up with that? Like you got these nice ass fancy oh, cars. I think this like, is my conversation, on, right? I'm from the Motor City. Oh, let's go. Oh, What's up? Let's go. When I tell y'all, y'all cannot. Drive out here. Oh yeah, they can't. Oh see. My. Well, you got also, you ain't you ain't offending us because they know none we're not of us from here. Like, what I, oh, they can't drive in New York neither. No, what? Uh, no, you bugging out. No, you I, right. I got in a car with a taxi. 
Oh my No, they God. are the epitome of knowing how to drive. They yeah. can maneuver. They could double park on both sides of the street so, and they, have so, you going 80 so, down so, the middle So lane. you basically telling me they can bring turbulence to the ground. I'm saying that they are they do. one of the most densely populated do. areas and they don't got traffic like LA got traffic. Let me tell so, you this. You know why? Because they don't mind getting bumper scratchers. No, yeah, they driving like not, Tibet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They drive like Tibet. They'll park they anywhere. Man. New Yorkers will park anywhere, bro. I was in a taxi in New York and we were in a double left turn lane and they we bumped into another taxi and it was nothing. We yep. had like a real like accident and nobody and they, kept I've been going. hit before. Like I said, I've been walking. Black, not a duck, now, not a gecko. Like it just is, went boom and kept they got the moving. Nerve having oh, they didn't even call. Oh, yeah, they had that's nothing. That's why, like, like, why they got so much what? hostility. Who, taxis? Because yeah. he in that shit for like 14 right. hours a day. They hate their life. They peed in a water bottle. What you talking about? I will say this though about LA though. They can can drive here and what I really don't like about it on a serious note is that everybody's on their phone. Right. Like legit like on their face phone. Down. Like face but down. Face down trying to drive. That shit is wild Is dangerous. that not everywhere though right No. Now? You know because in New York you will get a ticket. You will get pulled over. You get, you get a ticket, ticket out here You get a too. ticket but, here too. But the thing is I think it's even more dangerous because there's more highways. So at least in New York you at a stoplight and you sitting there you may put your phone up you put it down but people are on the highway. You know what I think is people are high as hell out here. And they just be faded <laughs> while people People are that, but I think, but I think everybody in this room is over the age group. And with all due respect to the two beautiful ladies on the on the set, that this group of people, the the people who came up under us, dude, it's a it's another thing. You know, if you grew up and a car came out before a cell phone, you understand what the priority Mm, is. If you've been fucking with a cell phone, think about this. And, And I might be over. Too old for what this shit. Did anybody here take typing in high school? I yes. Did. Okay, remember they don't teach typing Type anymore, right? No, words, but guess what? But guess what does happen? 16, 17, 8 year olds, uh, 18 year olds are getting paid a whole lot of fucking money to run social media yeah. for mega corporations. Yeah, and that, that is because they can type more on their phone yeah. than Betsy did in mm-hmm. 1959. If you really yeah. want to bring a revelation, look at how the babies come out the womb and already know how to move them. Come on, man. Yeah. Maybe they they, they, that's the first thing your two, three year old. I, I'm kind of opposed to that, though. I'm not really there, about there that. Needs life, to be, right? they, well, it just needs to be. I a mean, thing. you just got to teach them how. How to control the phone and don't let the phone control them. I used you, to. You have to do. Oh, go ahead. I used to teach kindergarten, and not only do they tell us to like limit, tell parents to limit screen time. Yeah. But they also like give us programs, uh, like reading programs that are specifically on the iPad. You see what I'm right. Yeah. Now, now hold on. I think I think, it, I think it's still it's, staring at a screen. Time out. I think it's important to find out what school district is that because. <laughs> Uh, no, this, no, this, no, this is, is this is out here. This is not Inglewood, but this is a private yeah, school. But even in LAUSD, yeah. that's something that they're yeah. pushing too. Hey, no, I important. went to the doctor's office yesterday, and they had a little screen in there that was all these pre-made videos yeah. of nutrition and exercise and how to use ginger crisp biscuits and shit. I don't know. I'm yeah. not eating this. Ginger crisp. Uh, no, uh, uh, I, I mean, there's definitely there's definitely is a, a is a congratulations in order. <laughs> there's definitely a benefit to, to having a child that is tech savvy but I do believe that there is something to looking at a screen all the time for like yeah. several hours a day that does something to a child's well, especially brain. when you think about what it does 
the internet and the screens have simplified things so much. Yeah. So it's like your old math teacher would say, I don't mind if you use the calculator if I know that you know how to do long division. Right. True. And, and it's like there's no, me. yeah, there's no reason to. Yeah. board and show me how you got oh, to no that answer. Remember, the board is a fucking right. iPad. Right. Exactly. A, I was going to say, honestly, if y'all walk outside, y'all tell me where y'all don't see a screen. Yeah. Yeah, they're yeah, everywhere. They're everywhere. And, I mean, even y'all billboards out here. It's just with the here, times. I mean, every, every 10 years is going to be updates, and I'm sure, you know, my mom was saying stuff. <laughs> I remember back in my day, I had to walk to school and horse shit three miles uphill both ways, but uphill both ways? Well, shit, when did you ever get to the bottom? Right, right, know. right. And how did the but... shit stay on the side of the hill, both up right, and down? Right. Like, did the kids talk about you with the shit on your shoes? Right. <laughs> you should have asked your mom the same question I just asked the engineer. Which school district? <laughs> right, where were you going? My mama didn't make it past the 10th grade. It's the top so. of the shitty hill ISD. The shit made a drop out. So let's uh, let's bring it back real quick. What? Um, it's the 14th anniversary of Cracker Lock. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shouts out. You guys, what was like the very, very... It was the very first time you were here at, at, mm. um, at This Club. is the very hey! first time. Hey, yes. I brought my boy Young Twan through. He wanted to see what I do. What do you so, do, Twan? What do you do, Young Twan? He's a rapper. Yep. He's okay. a very famous So you do rapper. rap. Yeah, rap. Okay, fantastic. Where can people find your music? iTunes, Spotify. What is the Google, go ahead and kick it, man? You Drop can you. Follow me at the real Twan. That's T H E R E A L T W A U N. My artist name is Young Twan. T W A U N. Just make sure you have that part correct. Oh, A U N. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I saw you trying to get it. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, got it. I got it. We here. Wait, so you visiting? Oh, you live here now. Oh, okay. Okay, but I actually met him interviewing him on another radio show I work for about a year or two ago. I think something like that. Yeah, I interviewed him and met. Him. We've been friends ever since. Are you allowed to talk about where you who you work for? Um, it's another radio show, but it's not as cool as this radio show. You so <laughs> you know, I'm gonna keep it on the uh, Crack 'Em Up Thursday podcast vibe. Crack but I do Thursday. recall my first memory here very vividly. What was that? It was just so epic for me. Um, you know, I'm, I came out here from Jersey and I literally just packed my little Honda Civic. Was like, shit, it got to be better than this, and drove. I took 80 straight from Jersey right to San Francisco. And and then drove down here. And how, how long did that take? Three days. Three. And I still slept about 10 hours every night, Where which did, is what's crazy. You got a hotel? Yes. Or did, okay, okay. I remember waking up the first night, and I think I was in Iowa or something, and then when we when we got there, it was dark. So in the morning time, you know, I couldn't see nothing. And yeah. when I opened the door, I was just like, oh. <laughs> it was just clean and yeah, crisp. You know, I'm, I'm from Jersey. I'm used to industrialization everywhere. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? I'm from Jersey. city. Right. right. But my first memory here is so vivid because, actually, um, I performed here my first time here. I hadn't visited. That's a feat. That. That's a feat. Wow. So my first time ever here was performing in the belly room. That's a feat. So yeah. that's why Crack 'Em Up Thursday means so much yeah. to me, especially the history of the belly room. I don't know, you know, if mm -hmm. anybody knows this, but the belly room was created for women in comedy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mitzi did that specifically yes. for yeah. women in comedy. Yes. So that yeah. being my that's first beautiful. introduction here, and then to top it off. Bobby Lee opened up for me. Hilarious. I'm telling you, yo, Bobby Lee from Mad TV, somebody, a stand-up comic that I've been looking up to for a long time, opened up for me. I was shaking in my boots, girl. I don't even wear boots. <laughs> I was trembling. I was so nervous. Let me ask you this. Who, who was the host that night? Um, Matt Taylor. Okay. 
just just yeah just that logging was, seven winning, years ago it was it was New Year's of 2011 going into 2012 I had got on a New Year's show for my first time wow. ever at the comedy store that's a feat Bobby Lee's opening up for me I'm performing in the belly room a whole bunch of people came out to support me which I did not expect because you know them bringer shows you be yeah. like oh god let me get two in a pump <laughs> but you know I actually had like 10 to 15 people come out to support me and um right. Bobby Lee opened it up for me, and I'm all nervous, and I'll never forget the advice Bobby Lee gave me, because he was like, why are you so nervous? And I was like, I've only been doing comedy for like two, three years, and like, I should be opening up for you. What are you, why are you opening for He said, listen, you're here, so whether they laugh or boo you off stage, you've already made it. Yeah. Mm. And it, he power. couldn't have said anything more or less to just put my soul at ease yeah. at that very moment. Can we, can we shout out those comedians in particular who have already kind of moved and transitioned to another place who stop and take those moments. Now, yeah. Bobby Lee is probably somewhere on this on the I've premises. seen him many times. No, no, no. I'm then. talking about I'm talking about oh, right at this now. moment. Right, yeah, that's what I mean. And I what I and what, but, but, but what I want to say is that no matter how many times you've crossed this path and you've said that, you he don't know that too. you want that right now and that means something because mm -hmm. it's not us talking in the corner. We're on fucking iTunes. Right. You know what I mean? We yeah. on SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. And it, man. And and that was seven it, years ago and I hold that thing. so near yeah. and dear to my heart still. Because Which Twan, is, I don't yeah. know if you know this. Again, if if, if Y'all educate me well, right now. Well music That's what again, art right art is We're art is art. Art is art is art. I my contention in my twenty four years in stand up is that stand up has some difference some differences than other performing and visual arts. Yeah. Right? There's right. there are a handful of things that make stand-up different than everything else, and that also makes it harder and all that other shit. So it's different to, for a dude who is, but comedy is one of those things where we all root for each other, right. and then somebody makes it, and you be like, man, let me get on a right. show with you, and he's like, no, because you're too funny, or no, because, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Competition. That's so, the same yeah. thing with artistry, though, bro, like you said. Well, that's, that's not, not one of the, that's art is art is art. Mm -hmm. Painters have that problem. Vic Basquiat right. got an issue. You know, somebody's asking Basquiat, can, hey, man, can I get on that art show? Which is like, hell no, nah, that sculpture is cold-blooded. Comedy is weird. You're you're a lone performer. You can't yeah. go up on stage and be like, let me bring my few friends up here. And, yeah. then, and then and then to when you get to the position to do that, right? So you think by the time you get to headline, it's like, no, you're just getting to headline. Like, you, you have to get to a solid oh, spot. It's, it's really like pulling a motherfucker up a mountain. <sighs> Dude, you don't want me to reach for you right now. I, We're I, both gonna tumble fucking down. Is, though. It, at some point, you know, with those people, you have to understand greatness. And you mm -hmm. can't be scared to shine with other greatness. Yeah. You know, I, me personally... But that's when you're the second dude. Now, listen to me, though. Mm. Because you have to know that if... He's made it. He's great. You became a part of it. Whether or not he bring you on that stage, if he's scared if, or he don't because he's scared or if he do, you have to know that you're just as great, period. Listen. Because the fact that you're in that same vicinity, the fact that he even know it, you know what I mean? It's exactly so like what he told her. But it comes with, You've already made it. It comes with mm -hmm. percent. Right. But, but that's when you're her. 
when Listen you're him, it's different. Though. It comes with perception. To say it comes to with me. perception because when you're great, you're never scared of another person being great. Absolutely. With you. I don't give a damn what what career you in. You're in your own Absolutely. lane. Never, you in a lane of your own. People you're never be like, scared of oh, well, aren't you afraid so and so being funny than you? How? They ain't never gonna do what I do. They can't yeah. bring it like I bring I, I it. I'm bet, me. I got a better one. Can't for nobody me. replace that. I got that. a better one for y'all right now. Kevin Hart don't hang with nobody but the best. Period. And it, yeah, at his show yeah. or at his whatever, he's with the best. Right. Comedians, I'm talking about. So greatness is never scared of other greatness. It's this idea. You have to watch out for shallow people mm-hmm. but who may we, be scared it's of other people. But, but remember one this. top position and that only one person can get there. I believe if you have what it takes to make it to the top, we all belong up at the but, top. But here's the There's thing. There's enough room but here's for the everybody th- at the top. Let's go ahead and rephrase it. It's enough tops. Yeah, for, right. Because for you everybody, got, you got late night, you got length. comedy club, you got theater, you right. got corporate Physical comedy, you got comedy, musical comedy, sketch comedy, inside of this radio but it does clowning, clowning, clowning. You know what I'm saying? But, but watch this though, chilling like a villain. It, it does matter who you are though. <laughs> Again, having the belief that you're the greatest when you're the dude trying to get on is not the same as the belief that you have that you're the greatest when you are on. Why do you have to be the greatest though? Well, I'm just and. and that, Remember, well, I didn't introduce. I, think, I, think I didn't they, introduce that. No, I think I think you need I'm to curious. you need to be the greatest version of yourself. Amen. Ab- absolutely. That. But remember this: historically speaking, they don't ever. Nobody ever said, "Hey, man." R&B artists are traditionally batshit crazy, right. but that's what they say about stand-up comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some of what you get that makes some of the greatest stand-up comedians is insecurities. It is you those things, right? You gotta be crazy to do stand-up that's, comedy. Yeah, but then but then, but we have to really stop and look at that statement. We say it very passing yeah, by, and nobody thinks about it until a comic drops dead, until Richard Jenny is gone, mm-hmm. until Robin, Robin Williams is gone. So it's important that we don't just use, because that's a cliche. Hey, you gotta be yeah. crazy to be a comic, but it's like, no, it's motherfuckers no, out here I, suffering. That's just, that's just and, humans, though, y'all, because when the artists die, he kind of an artist just recently died in Detroit. Rest in peace, Doughboy Rock. And the whole city knew him. But he had a run. They had a run. They got signed by Jeezy and Atlantic. Everything was great. Then they died down. Everybody stopped listening to him. Mm-hmm. Now, the moment Rock died, guess what only music you hearing? Yeah. Well, let me Rock. tell you. But so that, I'm just saying that that's humans. Well, that, no, that's, <laughs> that's, so that's, that's, the, reason, that's we, the story we, of art. Tailored to a, a legacy. That's the story of gone. art. Right. When Biggie, you have less Biggie, access to it. Biggie said it, Remember but it, but that, that statement comes long before that. Mm-hmm. That as an artist, you need to know this. If you paint pictures, if you're a sculptor, if you're a musician, if you're a stand-up comedian, what you do, the value of what you do is going to increase the day that your ass yes. dies, okay? So that's, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not necessary. It's okay because it's a benefit. It's, it, it's, it's the same reason that art the traditional art shit that hangs on the wall is one of a handful of things that actually will in, yes will increase in value. Mm-hmm. Just like when you buy that yep. brand new Chevy and turn yeah, as soon as that one tire touches. As soon as you turn the AC on, it's yeah. like seven it, grand gone. Exactly. You, you take it back three hours later, they start deducting the tread <laughs> right, of the tires right, that you, right, yeah. well, you use 72 well, cents worth of tread. <laughs> right, right. So we can give you all your money back except for these 72 cents. <laughs> like, damn, dude, just... Right. I got a question. You mm. keep saying that's feet. What's that? Of uh, when I said that's a feet. That's a feet. What's that? A feet is a is a mark mm-hmm. that when you make a mark that you you've done great feats, right? right? Where so are you from, by the way? I'm originally from Houston, Texas, okay. but I came up in Atlanta. But yeah. I, I have an impeccable vocabulary. Oh, and where are you going? Language, yeah. language is my Brooklyn. shit. That's right. We said that. Okay. And well, this is the thing. I think the difference between music, just to bring it to you, Tuan, and comedy is that. 
in music, you are allowed to uh, publicly collaborate. Yes. People appreciate collaborations. In comedy, you're not really allowed to have that collaboration because it feels it feels it's like when you found out that like Jay Z has a ghostwriter. You know what I'm saying? So like when it comes to comics, yeah. we're supposed to stand on our own. You can you can congregate and you can run with a group of people. Tag people. Yeah. Stuff. I'm known for that. I sit right. in the back of the room. I well, tag. I can tag that. everybody. But I tag everybody. But also, but also, a lot of comics won't accept that. I mean, they may accept that because they know you've been doing it for a while. Well, but a lot of comics don't really want people to help them with whatever. This stuff. It, it's received one of three ways. They either love it mm-hmm. and they're going to use it. They love it, but it changes the trajectory of the bit that I'm I actually love trying to do. People punch at my jokes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that's what I'm saying. You need criticism. that, yeah. And I think we all accept you it. But I, like I think, it I think, though, I think what you're right, absolutely right about is the people <laughs> yeah. don't understand that that's right. how this gets right. done. Yeah. That in order to really get the most out of your bit, sometimes like you have no clue right. that that's what people were laughing at. Yeah. I, well, there's I, I, no I collaborate. It really is just a standalone art form. With dancing, there's other people. With singing, with music. I mean, you can do it by yourself, but it's more accepted when you collaborate. In comedy, it really is who's the funniest. And all the groups I've ever seen, as far as my almost decade in comedy, they've all split up. And yeah. done their own solo artist mm-hmm. thing. Every yeah. last one of them. Yeah, it's it, we we used to always say coming up in Atlanta that it, it, it while we root for each other very very much, it's not a team sport. Right. Uh, Even golfers it's have sad. caddies. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. Right. yeah. Who does way them. more than just bring the bag? Oh. Yeah. yeah. He's like, dude, I told you the nine iron. Yeah. I need my right. comedy friends. I need that energy. No, you need I another another input. vantage of your own right. shit. I don't even. Right. I'm not even pushing these buttons. I have another comic intern <laughs> pushing these over right, here, right. and he can't even. He's not even doing funnies for me. He's just doing. I, th- I thought you were gonna make that intern a she because I can't see the top of his right, head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I tease. I, my bad. My bad. I, he just shot a couple. I tell you, man. It's, it's a gift and a curse. Right. You know what it is? is a gift the, the, and a curse. Talk about the gift and a curse. The gift and a curse of comedy is that you are allowed one chance to tell a joke to an audience. Yeah. Whereas a song or a singer or a rapper, people want to hear that's, it. That's the over difference. And I was going to say that just a minute ago. But yet they went. want you to keep the improv aspect. They want you to not have it written beforehand. They, they want to believe a, you just came up with that on the clue. spot. That's the, that's the hard part about being a comedian is 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 to constantly make it look like it's easy, like yeah. it, naturally like it spur just, the moment, perfect like comedic timing. I'm just letting y'all vent right now, but I wish I could express to y'all how it's not any different. Well, these these are these are not the mean? differences. It's it's not any. I mean, everything that y'all saying about comedy, the same thing goes on in music. Oh no, well, I'm sure of it. The but exact I'm just saying, same thing I'm goes on in music. Well, everything y'all. These saying. are not the differences. My what when I say stand up is different than any other performing and visual art and. Now, the, with, the, with, that dynamic, it might be different. I'm just talking no, about... No, 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 no. I'm going to give you... I thought y'all was talking about relating no, no, no. behind, oh, behind yeah, the scenes. No, behind I'm talking about behind the scenes I'll give you... I'll give you but I said like that. that, and that's what started that. So I'll give you the specific things that I was thinking about when I say stand-up it stand up comedy with all due respect to every other performing visual art. 
you can get good at a lot of that stuff in your mama's basement. Right. Not to say you don't need to go take a class, but if you start doing ballet, watching Alvin Ailey tapes, and if you got the natural skill to do that, you can be seen and somebody will say, look, man, we got this company. It's just four of us. and we." You could be doing it. You, if, you, if you're shy, but you sing in the shower and the dude who lives next door to you has a recording joint, you go and record with him. Your ass will be performing at the Essence Festival in six months. You never went no, to do comedy. You got to leave everybody who love and know you. You got to go to the club where you walk into a comedy club for the first time. Everyone knows. And if you don't know it, you need your ass kicked. You walk in with zero value. The club, you offer zero. You, think about it. Even if you rip, you get a standing ovation on your first night in the comedy club. The club, would, if they had known that's what you were going to do, they could have hit. Uh, they could have charged. Are we done? We off? No, 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 no. I can't, I can't, I can't hear. Okay, oh, there, there we go. go. We yeah, that, Sorry. That, that they would have done something to market you right. so that they could make right. more money. You didn't. You showed up to the club. You didn't know you were going to be shit, right. and they didn't know you were going to be shit. The and then they say, look, we do Tuesdays open mic, and you start going to two, do Tuesdays, and you do Tuesdays. You do eight, nine, ten weeks worth of Tuesdays, and then they'd be like, Twan, you want to host the eight o'clock show on Friday? You'd be like, hell yeah, I want to host right. pay that. They'd right. be like, Twan, we can't pay you. We're going to give you some chicken wings. You'd be like, that's cool. Right. But that's the moment that the comedy club told you that they have value in you, but they didn't say, here's the real value. We'd say, man, now I get to take my skill from Tuesday, which is a night and fucking day from Friday. Friday, they dressed up. Friday is in here full blast. There's not an open seat. It's now, let celebrities. Me let, me and let me reference. Let me reference something to you. Mm-hmm. So I won a competition called Jacking for Beats. Mm-hmm. Jack Daniels Jacking for Beats. I'm the LA champion. Mm-hmm. Now that was out of like 2,000 contestants. Congrats. So same yes, story. Yes, sir. Here, here. Nobody knew who I was walking into that mobile studio. What I'm saying though is, listen you walk- to me. Let me paint the picture. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew who I was walking into there. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew Twine, his name, if he could rap. Yeah, I can do that. Do my thing. Okay. But what is like, the thing, though? Now watch this. Rap, oh. Rapping, rapping. But, so you, but you're not putting beats together there, right? Be, I, the you beats created? were already there. Okay. They, had, they supplied the beats. And the work that you did. Just like they supply you guys this platform in the stages. But, the, <laughs> but, I, but I just want to know what was exactly was the context, because it was so jacking for beats. So. so the contest was they, they're playing beats, and they're switching them every 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. So I have to stay on the beat. Dope lyrics, dope performance. Absolutely, as the like sway in the morning. Exactly. The five, uh, what is exactly. it? Five fingers. Yeah, exactly. Yes. The, the so, five fingers of death, or whatever. Or that. Hey, listen. One time for the engineer. You don't got the answer, Sway. Right. Hey, hey, hey. Right. wake your um. punk ass up. Yes, yes, yes. So that's yes. that happens. Okay. You mm-hmm. feel me? Mm-hmm. Now, wait, real quick. Point, I just want to know: is it, can we see your performance on YouTube somewhere? Yeah, you can actually. What is it? Young, just search Young Twan on YouTube. Oh, we, we can see it. Exactly. This, oh. this is this is your chance, Twan. There you go. Drop your social media. <laughs> The real Twan, T H E R E A L T W A U N. I'm asking because I'm, I'm about to skate because I've been here since the beginning of this five-hour podcast. Huh. Um, okay. It was nice meeting you. I feel like you. I need you shouted yours three times, right? I ain't shot mine once. Yeah, well, you got cards that you're handing out. Yeah, but the <laughs> listeners don't see my cards. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what, Cash? No, no, no. Hold on. Yeah, wait till wait You guys are staying. I'm switching out with somebody. Um, You can follow me, Chloe underscore Hilliard, on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Chloe underscore Hilliard. I'm boycotting Twitter tomorrow. Um, okay. 
boycotting? Women are boycotting Twitter tomorrow, if you didn't know that. Um, but thank you so much hey, for checking in. We gotta stand together. I'm we gotta get, get our men and women but, um, together. I'm um, comedian Layla, Layla Hart is, yeah, is filling in for me, so she's gonna take over. Wonderful. One time for our homegirl, Chloe. Hey, oh, just take your headphones Chloe. off before you leave. We're in, we're yeah, in here right. celebrating something for right. 14 years. She complained about five hours. Hi. How are we gonna get to 14 right. years on this podcast? <laughs> and I'm gonna shout out my social media at this moment. At As a J. Lee Corcus, J-L-E-E-K-O-R-K-E-S. I'm a comedian, and you can find me on YouTube. Just type in the name Jessica Lee Corcus. You'll see all my antics. Word. And I'm on Fox, Comedy Central, Aspire TV, True TV, Laugh Tracks is a new show coming up that is we got Je- going on. Now Jessica with a K or a C? It is Jessica with a C. Whoa. And it's not a Jessica. When I lived in Italy, they asked me, are you a Jessica? It's Jessica. A Did we Jessica? just name... Did we just name drop a but city you know on what? a continent college, that everybody was really... In college, I called myself Jessica, and everybody really believed that was my real name. I couldn't believe it. Where'd you go? Temple? No, I went to <laughs> Ryder University. I went yeah. to Ryder University in, uh, by, by Princeton, and uh, there were just so many white girls named Jessica. I was like, you know what? Call me Jessica. And right before I graduated, they were like, I thought you was like Puerto Rican. Hilarious. Hell this yeah. is my first time holding down the podcast. I'm really, really pleased to do that. I don't know if they'll have me back i talk too freaking much but i'm no. really super duper pleased to be here i cannot thank michelle and everybody at the, at the world famous comedy store crack them up thursday one time for uncle levi Woo. Uh, also the dj mitch marchand was great tonight everybody also one time for the engineer who's been holding us down yeah. with his intern you back bet. there <laughs> yeah it's it we're at the two hour 57 minute mark we're and, done we're yeah. done and not only that i didn't get to do my drop so yes, yes. Get, get your drop yeah um, I am open for uh, any tour. I'm open to for any like um, any sort of corporate event. Um, I make funnies too. You can follow me on Nightmax on Twitter. Except mm. tomorrow, that's N I T E M A X Max Goldman, and you can find me on Instagram. That's Maxie Graham with two E's. I'm here every Thursday, every Sunday at the Comedy Store. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. Be sure to come out and check us out every Thursday night at 10 p.m. in the Belly Room. Buy tickets at thecomedystore.com. I'll see you at the door.